This Roundtable Broadcasting Podcast of the Max Roundtable is brought to you by Adams Drugs, our family serving yours since 1962. Honey, it sounds like you have a little sinus congestion. I do. I went to Adams Drugs to get a nasal decongestant, and I'm sure glad I did. I didn't realize that I couldn't take some sinus medications because of my high blood pressure. What did they tell you? The pharmacist overheard me talking to the clerk, and she knew that I had high blood pressure because I get my prescriptions filled there. She came around and talked to me and actually recommended a different sinus medication than the one I had picked out. I wouldn't want you taking something over the counter that makes your blood pressure spiral out of control. Sounds like she may have saved us a trip to the emergency room. Adam's drugs definitely go the extra mile. Always have and always will. I love the customer service. It's great every time I go in there. I'm so glad they helped me take care of my wonderful husband. I'm going to tell all my friends to go to Adam's Drugs. Visit us, adamsdrugs.net, for the location nearest you. With 12 Adams locations, we've been serving families in the River Region for 60 years, and we look forward to serving your family's needs as well. Welcome to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Listen to Doug for lunch each weekday as he breaks down the hottest sports topics on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. You can be a part of the show by calling 334-517-1210 or by texting the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Now take a seat at the Roundtable, brought to you by Max Credit Union, with locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money, made simple. All right, welcome in, everybody. It is a Tuesday here on the Max Roundtable. What a big week it is. Good to have you along with us we want to have a good time with you over the next three hours it's our normal tuesday lineup with one edition ben taylor will join us here in about 10 minutes he the host of the dad bod golf pod as well as an integral integral part of what goes on over at the auburn network on espn 1067 and wani hosts a show on one of their stations over there wani each and every morning we love our visits with ben on tuesdays kevin skarbinski in hour two he'll do his best to preview what's going to be going on tomorrow night at neville arena in auburn we'll talk about auburn alabama part two and then Brent Jones at the top of the third hour is with me. We'll take a deep dive into what's going on in Troy with the Troy Athletic Department. And then our dear friend Barry McKnight joins me at the bottom or close to the bottom of the third hour. About 1.35 is when Barry will join us. We'll talk all things sports with Barry, uh, including what's going on at Troy with uh, baseball about to be cranked up. I know he and Jerry Miller do a masterful job with not only baseball, but basketball and football. We'll visit with Barry about the world of sports today as well all right you know we've been talking about it for a little over a week now or about a week i guess but you know i got these contests hanging out there that i want you to get in the auburn alabama game tomorrow pick a winner pick a score and pick how many points you think janai broom is going to score in the game you've got to text that to me 
at the Pig Enterprises text box, 334-313-1170. If you leave out any of the things we need, you might as well not even have sent the text. I don't have time to text back and say, you didn't send me all I need. So for that contest, winner, score, brooms points. The contest that's going on simultaneously is for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Winner, score, and Patrick Mahomes passing yards. Got to have all three of those things. If you forget the tiebreaker, yeah, your name too. If you text me, good point, Bill. You got to give me your first and last name as well. Don't have time to send something back saying, you know, I don't know uh, your name. You got to give me a name. So just know that. But I, I, I gave it some thought, and I, and I did change, and I forgot that I'd changed it a little bit. So let me straighten it up. If you forget to give me the tiebreaker, I'm thinking I should still let you in, but you would lose any tie because it's just a tiebreaker. The main entry to the contest is winner and score. If you don't give me a tiebreaker, I'm still going to put you in. But if anybody's tied with you, you automatically lose. Even if the tiebreaker person uh, that you're tied with misses Janai Brooms or Patrick Mahone's numbers by 150, you still lose if you did not put in the tiebreaker. So thanks to Adam's Drugs and Mike Vinson and our friends out at the Mellow Mushroom. All of those guys, David Webb and Don, the whole crew out at Mellow Mushroom in Pike Road. These are the prizes. $150 cash for first place. That's from Adams Drugs and Mike Vinson for each contest. $150 to the winner of the Auburn-Alabama game contest. $150 in cash to the winner of the Super Bowl contest. Second place, a $25 gift card to both um, to both second-place finishers from Mellow Mushroom. So that's how it's working out. Uh, if you want to be guaranteed you get in the contest, then you should call into the program. You should call Bill Edmondson at 334-517-1210. I know I'm giving you two numbers, and it's easy to get them confused. The call-in number is 517-1210. The text box number is 334-313-1170. So that's the story. That's what we're doing today on the Max Roundtable. If you would allow me to just get on the soapbox for a minute. It, it, it is so apparent. Here's what's frustrating about it is Auburn and Alabama's basketball programs are to a point now where it's really not even much of an of a debate that they're the two best programs over the last five years of the SEC. I think that's an accurate statement. It is an opinion, but I think it's an accurate statement. But in the minds of college basketball people, if you're Kentucky, you just get – a big-time benefit of the doubt, uh, even when it's not deserved. I'm just telling you, even when it's not deserved. Let, let me just give you a little update on the Cats, okay? They've lost three of four. Their only win is at Arkansas in the last four games, and they, they, they won that one by six over an Arkansas team that's really getting blown out in most games. 
two of the losses are at home. This comes from a text I got yesterday evening. How in the world are they still 17th in the AP poll and a five seed, according to Lenardi? They have a home loss to UNC Wilmington. Auburn has lost two games at home in the last three years total. Kentucky has lost two at home in the last seven days. Now, I hear Bill taking a, an entry right now, and we're not going to do that regularly. We got plenty of time to get them on the air. So, if you, you, you know, uh, that's not how the game works. We're not putting Bill under the deal about entering all these contests. You've got to go on the air or you've got to text it. It's that simple. Uh, we got Howard. We'll get Howard in here. Howard, what you got, man? Okay, I, I gave Bill my. Uh, I just get, you're giving them to me, buddy. You're giving them to me. You got to re give oh, okay. them to me. Okay, uh, I'm going to have Auburn winning 83 82. Auburn 83 82. How many points for Broom? 16. Are you going to do a Super Bowl or are you going to wait on that? Let me go ahead and do it. Okay, what you got? Chiefs 23, 49ers 21. 23-21. How many passing yards for Mahomes? I'm going to go with 263. 263. You're in, Howard. I feel appreciate Y'all have a day. You do the I same, buddy. Day. So here's my point about Kentucky as we uh, get some other folks in here. Kentucky in in the – BPI of ESPN, which isn't an opinion. It's based on analytics. You know where they should be in the in the in, in the bracket right now? Kentucky should like barely be in the bracket. They've got them in a strength of record bracketology as 10. They're like way back in 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 the net rankings. They're back in the forties. I mean, it it's it's embarrassing. Uh, let me see where they are in net. Uh, maybe they're a little. Let me see. Uh, and then we're going to get Bronson in here. Uh, there, in other words, there is no way Kentucky should be a five seed in any bracketology. Let's get Bronson in here. Before we take a break, I'm going to make a point. More points about Kentucky and more points about Kansas as well, quite frankly, uh, during the program today with Kevin especially and with my man Ben. Bronson, what's going on, man? What's going on, Doug? How are you, bud? Doing good, doing good. Want to get in these contests? I hope you do. Yes, sir. Which one? Um, Which one first? Uh, so we can start with the, the Iron Bowl. Okay, what you got? I got Auburn 81, Bama 68. 81-68. I think somebody just texted me that pick. Uh, hey, well, me well. See, now hold on now, Bronson. You're breaking rules here, bro. If you, te- oh, if, you if you text it in, you've texted it in. If you call it in, you've called it in, okay? That's two different things. I've got your text. I'm not going to go back. Because I've already entered you. So I will explain to everybody that again. But you're in. You don't need to do anything else. That's on me, Doug. I that, no problem, but you're good. I didn't explain it. Folks, and thanks for the call. Do not text it in and then call it in, too. I, I'm going to get about 500 entries in this thing. I take them all down personally. If you choose to text it in, just text it in. 
Hopefully I get it. If you choose to call it in, call it in. Then I'll guarantee you I get it. But don't do both. Don't text it in, then call it in. Because that screws everything up. Sorry, but that's just how it is today on a Tuesday. We'll take a break. Ben Taylor from the Dad Bod Golf Pod will join us when we get back. We'll talk a little hoop. We'll talk a little maybe coaching staffs at both Auburn and Alabama. Both seem to be coming into fold here. I guess there's only one position open right now. That's the defensive line position at Auburn. Looks like Alabama has completed its staff. We'll talk to him about that too. And what it's like in Auburn about what 36 or how many hours? 31 hours till the game tomorrow night. Lots to talk about with Ben Taylor when the Tuesday edition of the Max Roundtable rolls on. Hey there, I'm ESPN's Lauren Sissler, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Golf season is still in full swing, and we are lucky to have the best public golf courses in America right here in the River Region. Capitol Hill in Prattville is home to three championship courses and has annually hosted the PGA and LPGA Tours. If you don't have time to play, take advantage of the best practice facility in the Southeast with Capitol Hill's 35-acre practice facility that features multiple teeing areas, three practice putting greens, and three practice bunker complexes. Best of all, as an Alabama resident, you can purchase the Trail card and receive up to 50% off of regular price green and card fees as well as 15% off of selected merchandise and range balls to book your tea time at Capitol Hill one of the gyms on the Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail go online to rtjgolf.com or call the golf shop at 334-285-1114 that's 285-1114 Capitol Hill in Prattville should be your number one golf destination this is Russ Chandler my family and I I have been taking our vehicles to Japanese Auto for over 35 years. There's three generations of Chandlers that use Japanese Auto. We also take my wife's Suburban by there, and he works on that as well. In the past, we had taken our vehicles to the dealership, paid considerably more than what we pay Ronnie and his guys to do. Ronnie is straightforward. He's honest. If he tells you that this is wrong with your car and it's going to take this much to fix it, then he's going to take care of it. When you see the customer service and the level of professionalism, you will absolutely recommend Japanese Auto to a friend. Great things do come in small packages. That's what you get at Five Points Deli and Grill. A burger in a box would be just the thing for lunch or dinner if you aren't able to dine in. Don't feel like a burger? Then one of Five Points' mini sandwich selections or salads is just what the taste buds ordered. Choose between over 10 different types of burgers, over 15 sandwiches, and several types of salad. Five Points Deli and Grill at Old Cloverdale. 
wanting to transform your kitchen or bathroom cabinets and your wife sees in a magazine or online just what she has been dreaming of. Vision to Reality can match it perfectly, giving you exactly what you want. Vision to Reality has been transforming kitchens and bathrooms with our timeless designs since 2006. We can offer your kitchen and bathroom cabinets an endless variety of finishes for a fraction of the cost of replacing your old ones. From basic stains and clear coats to high-end paint and glazes, Vision to Reality has you covered. Let's not forget our large selection of wall finishes that cannot be matched by your ordinary painter. If you have a vision for your kitchen or bathroom, call me, Jonathan Flayhive, and let me show you how your vision can be turned into reality. Call today and receive $250 off your project at 651-5494. To see what we can do, look online at vision2reality.us. Again, that is vision2reality.us. And on Facebook at vision2reality, transforming kitchens and bathrooms for almost a decade. Yeah, let's go, baby. You want a bud, man? Yeah, got to get right for this one. You know that's non-alcoholic, right? Say what? Bud with zero alcohol. Say what? Budweiser Zero, bruh. Say what? Budweiser Zero. Zero alcohol. Zero compromise. Are you tired of storing and carrying big, heavy water jugs around at work? Harmon & Sons Coffee Service is a water service as well. They are the sole distributor for Wellsys freestanding water coolers in central Alabama. Their coolers provide the rich flavor of purified water that comes straight from the water lines. Their coolers' five-step filtration system ensures a crisp cup of purified water every time with a flat monthly rate that doesn't spike in the summer. Give them a call at 334-491-9241 or visit their website at watercoffeeservice.com for a free trial. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. She's giving me the excitations. I'm backing up. We always have good vibrations with this dude. He is the guy that keeps us on the air over there on the Auburn Network on ESPN 106.7, hosts his own show each weekday, and has one of the, one of the more popular golf pods you'll ever listen to. Let's welcome in Ben Taylor, our normal first-hour guest on Tuesdays. Good morning, my friend. I hope all is well. All is well. We uh, recorded our pod last night. Should uh, should drop, uh, I think, yeah, because we got to edit it. So I think Kyle will drop it tomorrow morning. So uh, wherever you get your podcast, head on over to YouTube. Should be an interesting one. Let me ask this question to you, Doug, because we brought this up last night in the pod, so I want to see what your answer okay. is. Okay. Uh, Kyle and I had two different answers. All right. So it, it, Clark shoots a 60, course record, and uh, on Saturday, which that was the final round because they ended up inclement weather. It's flooding over there in California, yep. by the way. So there was no way they were going to play Monday either. Yep. Um, shoots a course record 60. Randall Chambly said it shouldn't count because it was lift clean in place. What's your take on that? Um, I almost I watched almost every shot of his round. Uh, he left three right in the jaws on 16, 17, and 18 to shoot 59. Um, I, I believe that uh, 
That's a tough one. I can see why y'all, and I don't care to know which one. You'll tell me in a minute which one thought one thing and which one thought the other. I think lift clean in place are the rules of that event for that event based on the the you know the inclement weather. It's hard to hit a ball off wet ground. Uh, you know, I would venture to say lift clean in place is tougher to play than just in an immaculate golf course that's been been dry for for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say it should count. I said count. I also said asterisks by it. I'm okay with that. And uh, and not even necessarily an asterisk. Like I said, hey, they want to hang his card up in the in the clubhouse and have him sign it and all that kind of good stuff and say, you know, he's got the course record. You know, under lift clean. I don't mind if they put that on there. I don't I'm think okay, that's I'm okay with it too. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Kyle didn't. Kyle made a good point though. Kyle said that uh, it should count, and he said and the reason it should count is because you can only lift clean in place in the fairway. True. So you shouldn't be penalized. For, of course, Kyle, Kyle and I are both under the impression they ought to do away with the divot rule. If you're in a divot, you should be able to pull it out. I don't, I I, agree. I don't understand why Ground anybody... Ground repair, GR. Exactly. Nobody should be penalized for splitting the fairway when the other guy can blow it 340 right and on trampled down ground get a perfect lie. Yeah. So, uh, and... So, uh, yeah, we, we both agreed it should count and that Brandle was just being Brandle. I think it, here's my take on it, and it just kind of popped into my head when I was trying to figure it out. Having played out there and played that course multiple times, if right. it's dry, it's like perfect lies everywhere in the fairway. <laughs> it takes talent, man. Even if you're placing it, if it's squishy where you're standing – and even though it can be squishy and still not be, um, you know, um, whatever you call it. Uh, Pristine condition. Yeah, I mean, or, yeah. or, you know, you get to move it if you're in, you know, a puddle, right? That That's, right. A, that's a golf rule, too. Casual, casual, casual water. water is what I was yep. trying to come up with. Uh, even though it may not show casual water, it's still really soggy there. That can be an, an equally hard golf shot. Right. Uh, than playing it off of a pristine lie. So I think it should count, but I don't mind it having uh, an asterisk bite. But here's my deal. I was going to start our visit off today by saying, man, was I disappointed looking at the weather forecast at Pebble. Because oh, yeah. Sunday afternoon, watching any tournament at that place, especially when the sun's shining, is just almost hard to even uh, top. E- even at Augusta, uh, it's hard to get Augusta past Pebble Beach uh, on a beautiful day uh, there uh, at, at Pebble. Yeah, I, it there are a few things that disappointed me. I didn't, I didn't like the format since they cut the field to 80 because of an elevated event. I didn't think that they should have played spyglass. They should have played pebble only. I agree. And, and, uh, and one big reason for that, I didn't realize this. I never thought about this till I heard a player say it. The players that get to play pebble on Friday in the rotation have a clear advantage as opposed to the players that play it Thursday and then don't play it again until Saturday. And I, from a mental aspect, they said, and it was more than one that said that. So apparently that's a thing. I'd, I'd love to talk to a professional golfer and ask what their mindset is with that. Um, and the field's already cut to 80. You know, I understood when you played it the three different courses when you had 180 in it. But when it's cut to 80 on an elevated event, you don't need two different courses to switch out. So, you know, as, as 
Kyle and I were talking about, nobody knows what Spyglass looks like unless you've been over there. They don't show but about four holes the entire exactly. tournament over Exactly. There. So put it on Pebble, put cameras on every hole, and let's watch Pebble Beach, man. That's what we're there for. I love it. I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. Um, but, you know, we everybody knew while we were watching it on Saturday. Now, the CBS crew wasn't going to just come right out and definitively tell you. Right. But there was no chance whatsoever that they were going to be able to play Sunday or Monday. And they wouldn't have even been able to play Monday had it not been raining. Because uh, right. the winds were so bad. Things were such in disarray uh, weather-wise there. But it does get us into the one week closer to uh, or one week more into what I consider the 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 great fall or, excuse me, the great winter schedule leading up to the Masters. This week we're in Phoenix. I, haven't, I hadn't looked at the weather. I'm hoping it's better, but it's going to be fun regardless. Yeah, and it probably – I don't think it's expected rain. Uh, they were talking about the – the ticket sales are up. This is going to be one of those, too. This is the ultimate weekend for the person that loves golf and football. And it used to be whenever they would play uh, the Super Bowl in, in the Arizona Stadium for the Cardinal Stadium. But now since they moved to L.A. or since they moved to Las Vegas and they're doing it in Vegas, you're looking at about a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour drive. They can go out and go to the, uh, the, the, the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open and – you know, go see 16 and all that, watch golf Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then load up and drive over to Las Vegas and go to the Super Bowl. Now, you're going to need about $50,000 to do that, Doug. <laughs> so, because uh, we we actually priced it out one year to see what it would cost if we did, if we double dipped and did the tournament and the Super Bowl. And I think the cheapest we could get it down to was about $22,000 counting plane ticket. And, uh, and that was just, that was all that was, was Googling Super Bowl tickets. That was not doing any kind of extras so um if you got that kind of cheese i guess that's a, that'd be a fun guys weekend you're gonna have to have some pretty good cheese to get to neville arena tomorrow night <laughs> uh for, from what i've seen uh, i think i saw the cheapest reserve seat price was about a buck 50 about 150 maybe oh, it's man, gone up yeah they've gone up i looked this morning before before my show because i went to, and i just all i did was i got the seat geek StubHub, and Ticketmaster apps and i just pulled up seat geek and pulled up uh auburn alabama and 150 was and this included fees so um and 150 was the cheapest standard room only which by the way if you grab one of those you better get there early yeah okay? you, you're gonna be standing in the bathroom if you're not Exactly. Nobody's going to be missing anything there, and so uh, yeah. Now they're st- now they're starting at 153. So that's standing room only. And then if you want to get in that lower bowl, you're looking at seven eight hundred bucks. Well, I'm looking at a few on StubHub where you might be able to steal some. Uh, mm-hmm. Like there's section 114, which is in. Um, I- I'm not sure where that bowl is. That are the lower bowls? Uh, you know the ones that are letters. Uh, like section C, yes, seven thirty-five. Yes. That's the only ticket available, uh, and on StubHub in the absolute lowest section. Mm-hmm. I guess the mid-level section. Uh, I'm seeing section one hundred five for like three fifteen, then six twelve, three eighty-six, yep. and it ain't getting any cheaper later on today. <laughs> you know that. I mean, it's not no. all of a sudden going to go. Hey, whoever wants to go, call this number. We'll give you some tickets. <laughs> I know a friend that has, and and just so you know, it is a guy, he couldn't go, 
he sold them to Auburn fans, okay? okay? So I don't want anybody to think that my good friend is selling tickets to Alabama fans. But he has <laughs> great seats, and he sold his tickets yesterday for seven fifty a ticket. I'm not shocked. $750 a ticket. He's got four. Wow. He's got his house payment. (laughs) For me, it would be. Yeah, for me, it would be. Yeah, for a month, like no expense paid for a month uh, at at this guy's house. So uh, just crazy, isn't it? Just absolutely crazy. You know, the best part I love about this, and whether you're an Auburn fan or an Alabama fan or whatever you are, the fact that the state of Alabama right now is being looked at on a national stage this or tomorrow evening as being, you know, some of the best basketball in the nation. And, uh, you know, two teams fighting for, well, Alabama's not fighting for first place. They would just be fighting for a tie for first uh, is uh, going into this game. I mean, this is especially Auburn fans going through the Barbie years and uh, the Lebo years. And, and, you know, this, this gets back to the cliff dwellers and cliff Ellis. When I, when I was in, in school or right after school and, and going to games there and, and selling out the Coliseum at the time, which never happened, only happened during the Ellis years, never happened after that. And so, uh, man, it is a fun time to, to, to be around the, the sport of basketball, which is very cool that that's happened. And I, and I, Firmly believe a lot of that sits within um, Bruce Pearl bringing the energy he did, and then Nate Oates he took over a program, in my opinion, that you know was not in the greatest state of affairs uh, within the previous administration, and I think he's turned around there. And it, it's just it's a great product, Doug. Yeah, something, what, something fun to watch. Yeah, it wasn't in a good state. Alabama had been to the tournament twice in like fourteen years. Right. Um. You know. Uh. And Anthony Grant took them once. Uh, Avery Johnson took him once. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godfrey was a train wreck uh, <laughs> late in his career uh, was, at Alabama. Yeah. His, uh, his let's just put it let's put it this way: his focus wasn't anymore in Coleman Coliseum. His focus was elsewhere, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, and Nate Oates has built this thing. And Bruce, per- Bru- let's be honest. You know, this is what people people have short memories. What Bruce Pearl's done to Auburn, Auburn basketball was the worst program in the conference. Oh, by far. I mean, go ahead and reel off any other basketball program in the conference. Auburn's was worse than that program you're thinking about under Tony Barbie. Right. I, I remember getting a call on my cell phone the day Tony Barbie was announced as the new Auburn coaching, uh, Auburn head coach. And he mispronounced Auburn, and I knew it was going to be a not a good stay. <laughs> Trying to sell season tickets. It was a recorded message, and it was, you know, we want to start filling up what was then called Auburn Arena. Uh, uh, Auburn, you know, putting the, putting the emphasis on the first syllable instead of right. Auburn like it's supposed to be. He just kept saying Auburn, Auburn, and I'm going, pal, you ain't going to make it. If you're going to pronounce that's like pronouncing Ralph Suge Jordan, Ralph Suge Jordan. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a big no-no. Right yeah, here. you can't do it. And, and so what Bruce Pearl inherited, and just to show you how bad it was, it even took him three or four years to get it done. 
uh, yes. you know, to get out of the muck uh, that that had been created by Tony Barbie and some of his predecessors. Oh yeah, they they uh, and and it didn't help that you know Lebo was famously quoted as saying Auburn will never you know never have a good team because football will always dominate. And I got to thinking, I thought you had, he had a short memory. I mean, look what he inherited from Cliff. I mean, and he he ran it down the uh, you know in the in the wrong direction. And then as you said, Barbie was just a he was a train wreck altogether. As a matter of fact, what's one of the funnest things about it is to see what Auburn fan on Twitter has been blocked by Barbie. They love to share that that from time to time because he he has zero goodwill towards the Auburn faithful and the Auburn faithful towards him either. So, um, and, and what Pearl did, I mean, coming in, even putting on his Auburn gear on ESPN leading up to it, the and, football and being, helmets and everything yeah. was hysterical. It was great. It was the it was the best form of recruiting. Not just players. People forget he had to recruit fans back, Doug. Oh, yeah. No I doubt. mean, they, they had checked out. The mayor said it this morning. When's the last time they're talking about a parade that's taking place, Mardi Gras parade taking place up here uh, this Saturday, that literally they had to schedule the parade around the 2.30 basketball game. How long has that been since something like that happened? It just – it doesn't – it it people forget, like you said, short memories. That would have – Man, if that was during the Barbie or Lebo years, it would have been like, well, what about the basketball games? What about it? We're doing a parade. We're In- not worried about that. Including Pearl's first two years, Auburn had losing records 10 out of 12 years. Yeah. Pearl, Barbie, Lebo. But once he got to 18-14 in year three, and then, of course, the COVID year uh, when they had the player that wasn't eligible for the longest of time. But every other year, Auburn has been – at or near the top of the league standing. So it brings me to this point. Yes, sir. Alabama's won two of the last three. Auburn won the one in the middle. (laughs) So I think it's fair to say that over a handful of years, anywhere from three to four to five years, whatever you want your measuring stick to to start, these are the best two programs in the league, in my opinion, right now, where they currently stand. Uh, you know, Tennessee's jumped in and out, and, and I think he's a really good coach. But th- this is what, in my opinion, should frustrate the Auburn basketball fan and the Alabama basketball fan. That Kentucky, who right now is in a horrible situation, their fan base is coming unglued. Uh, I literally just got a text from a guy up in the state of Kentucky, Clark from Kentucky. He's lost four of seven to South Carolina, including two straight. He's lost seven of 12 to Tennessee, half of his games against Missouri, three of five to Alabama, four of seven to Auburn, and three of five to Arkansas. And they've also have recent losses to Florida and Texas A&M. I think they're tied for fifth. In the league, they also have a quad three loss at home to UNC Wilmington that'll have to win their conference tournament to even make the dance. Yet, I'll be dead gummed if Joe Lenardi doesn't have them as a five seed when yep. ESPN BPI has them as a seed they should be as a 10. That, 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 there's something about that picture. Ben, that needs to be 
whitewashed and Kentucky needs to be treated like every other program and not get the benefit of the doubt like 10 times over. It's the Notre Dame effect in football every year. Well, not as of late, but every year. Notre Dame was up there at top five every year because they were Notre Dame. And then being independent didn't play anybody. And then they'd play that one game against USC and they'd win. And then all of a sudden they stayed up. Same with Kentucky. They come in preseason top five every year. When they lose, oh, it's because Cal had a bad game or it was a close game. Their young guys are going to get better at the end. Yes, they're going to come on strong towards the end and wait till they get to the tournament. It's like, well, it's like you guys are reserving them a spot at the tournament as opposed to the other people like the South Carolinas of the world that are having to work their way into the tournament. And so, uh, yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because right now, as you said, Lenardi, I'm looking at that uh, at the bracketology right now, Doug. I mean, you got Kentucky, and 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 what's their hardest game? UConn in, in that bracket right now that that they would have to face before you know they're in the same right now. They're in the East with Alabama, um, but you know their first two to three games would be against nobody but UConn. So they'd also get a free pass almost going into. In the tournament, if it played out right, if it started right now, they'd get a free pass to the Sweet 16 almost. So, yeah, it's frustrating. Alabama to three, which they should be, in my opinion. Auburn right now at a four seed, which I think that will flip. It'll flip if Auburn wins the game tomorrow right. night. Auburn will take a th- will be the three seed, and Alabama will drop to a four, guaranteed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it it is. It's frustrating with with the Kentucky Wildcats because we we hear it. You know, there's a there's a guy that uh, Matt. I've forgotten his last name. He's a media person in Kentucky. He gets into it with Auburn fans. They they want to be relevant, and they are. I mean, Kentucky's a relevant program. But you're right. I heard you before I came on. I mean, the fact losing two games at home. I mean, what what is it that we've been preaching all year? Win at home, right? Win at home because it's so hard to win on the road. Well, right now it's hard for Kentucky to win at home, and. Honestly, Doug, that's one of the toughest environments to play in because even though they're not on top of you like they are at, you know, at, at Auburn or now over at the new facility that's going to be over at Baylor, which I don't know if you've seen the renderings of that, where basically the second floor is hanging over the, the floor. So it's going to be ridiculous how on top of people they are there. Um, but it's, I mean, there's so many fans that can fit in there and it's so loud and they're all Kentucky fans and they still can't win at home. So I... I, I think they're in disarray. I don't like the respect that they get. I think part of it's Cal, too. I think he, he lobbies for that stuff. He, he says all the right things and pressers afterwards and, and coaches shows leading up to it. And, you know, a lot of the media members buy it hook, line, and sinker. I agree with you. Matt Jones is who you're talking about. That's boy, him. Boy, yeah. do, boy, does he have a uh, reputation. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if you remember the story. And I hate this because I've got some friends that are big Kentucky fans, uh, you know, and we hear from them on the air. Uh, and I, I hate to, because to, listen, we got a lot of Kentucky fans that listen. I'm not just bashing Kentucky. I think even they are are fed up with Cal. To be um, to be honest with you, uh, I agree with you. Um, I, I, I got a buddy that's a Kentucky fan. He's been wanting to get rid of him for a while. Yeah, and so you know it, it is. You know, Matt Jones is the one that gave the phone number and the business address of an official in a Final Four game, I think, or an Elite Eight game uh, that he had perceived and the fans had perceived had screwed over Kentucky, basically ruined this guy's business. 
Yeah. That, that, that's kind of what you're dealing with with Matt Jones. Uh, yeah, he owns. He runs a, a, a wrestling association too. Yeah, so. he does. Yeah, that tells you. That tells you all you need to know too. <laughs> uh, if you want to get right down to it, but the Kentucky factor is starting to, re- especially now that Auburn and Alabama's programs are where they are, along with Tennessee. I think you would agree. Uh, you can't even put Arkansas in that anymore. They've played well in the tournament the last couple of years, but throughout the season, the most consistent programs in the league have been Auburn, Alabama, and Tennessee. Oh, no doubt Kentucky whatsoever. is not even near that area. And just one more thing before we take a break. A guy that covers the SEC basketball world really, really closely for own three is Jamie Shaw. Mm-hmm. Um, and he put out yesterday the top five player of the year rankings after week 14. Oh, okay. And the fact that Antonio Reeves of Kentucky is third in that ahead of Janai Broom is a joke. He's got Dalton Connect, Mark Sears, then Antonio Reeves, then Janai Broom. If anybody other than Connect, Sears, or Broom is the player of the year in the SEC, there needs to be a literally an investigation. Because yeah. I looked at the numbers of Antonio Reeves, ain't happening. Ain't oh, I, happening. Yeah, I don't even have to look at the numbers. That's just the eye test. I mean, I, I've said, and a lot of Auburn fans don't like hearing this, I've said that the two best players by far is Connect and Sears. And, and pound for pound to me is Sears. And the reason being is because he gets buckets no matter where. And, and he – he finds a way to adjust his body when he's inside. He doesn't get his shot blocked very often. Uh, it, to me, watching him play is just it's phenomenal for the size that he is. And then Connect, you can learn all you want about him. The other night, he, he was, you know, it, they got beat. Even though they got beat at the end of the game, it was just all him. And he hit, hit three threes in 90 seconds. Talking about when South Carolina beat him there. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, it was they were contested. They wasn't like South Carolina left him open. And uh, just the fact he was adjusting shots beyond the three-point line. And, and uh, it just – those two guys, to me, are a different level. And Janai underneath, he's the best big man in the league. So the fact that anybody's ahead of him it shocks me as well. You know, here's the deal as we go to break here. Ken Palm ranks players, too. I'm starting to really, really appreciate Ken Palm. I subscribe to Ken Palm, and so I can get – Whatever numbers you want, you just can just ask for it and they'll give them to you. They rank the top five players in the league. Antonio Reeves' name is nowhere near the top five. Janai Broom is ranked as the top player in the league. Mark Sears is ranked as the second player in the league. Dalton Connect is third. Wade Taylor at A&M is fourth. And that I do guy uh, for Tennessee is fifth. Yet... It's the it's the Kentucky perception that hey Antonio Reeves although they're bowed down in the middle of the league standings Antonio Reeves should be considered the top three player of the year that's a bunch of crap is what it is so yeah and and I even thought and I heard I heard you talking with uh, with coach I guess it was yesterday about you know it, it was a, y'all were waiting for the rankings to come out and he said somewhere between. 15 and 20, I wish they would have made an example out of them and dropped them at least out of the top. Yeah, me too. I'm with you 100%. But they're not going to do that. No, they're not. Cal's lobbying, and he's 
They need that Kentucky fan base to stay engaged, so that's another reason Jeez. they're keeping them in the top ten. Unbelievable. We'll take a break. Ben, can you stick with me? Yeah, man. Let's stick around. A lot more coming your way on the Tuesday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 106.7 in Auburn, Opelika. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. We're Montgomery, Alabama. The place where the bus boycott gave birth to the civil rights movement. Did you know we are also a high-tech hub for education, on the cutting edge of the nation's cyber defense, and home to one of the few internet exchanges in the southeast? We have exceptional weather, great shopping, fine dining, a symphony orchestra, one of the largest Shakespearean theaters in the world, and 90 city parks. The capital of dreams. Proud of our past, poised for the future. Visit DreamMontgomery.com today. You're wanting to transform your kitchen or bathroom cabinets and your wife sees in a magazine or online just what she has been dreaming of. Vision to Reality can match it perfectly, giving you exactly what you want. Vision to Reality has been transforming kitchens and bathrooms with our timeless designs since 2006. We can offer your kitchen and bathroom cabinets an endless variety of finishes for a fraction of the cost of replacing your old ones. From basic stains and clear coats to high-end paint and glazes, Vision to Reality has you covered. Let's not forget our large selection of wall finishes that cannot be matched by your ordinary painter. If you have a vision for your kitchen or bathroom, call me, Jonathan Flayhive, and let me show you how your vision can be turned into reality. Call today and receive $250 off your project at 651-5494. To see what we can do, look online at vision2reality.us. Again, that is vision2reality.us and on Facebook at vision2reality, transforming kitchens and bathrooms for almost a decade. Peyton's Place, it's so much more than a meet and threes. What I meant to say is Peyton's Place is Montgomery's best meet and threes for lunch and a dessert menu that'll make my, uh, that's your mouth water. But Peyton's Place is so much more than that. Go light with a Peyton's Place grilled chicken salad, grilled shrimp, and some of the area's best sandwiches. Open 11 to 2 Monday through Friday for lunch Atlanta Highway across from Faulkner. Call for daily menu, 396-3630. Doesn't Peyton's Place for Lunch sound good today? This is Russ Chandler. My family and I have been taking our vehicles to Japanese Auto for over 35 years. There's three generations of Chandlers that use Japanese Auto. We also take my wife's Suburban by there, and he works on that as well. In the past, we had taken our vehicles to the dealership, paid considerably more than what we pay Ronnie and his guys to do. Ronnie is straightforward. He's honest. If he tells you that this is wrong with your car and it's going to take this much to fix it, then he's going to take care of it. When you see the customer service and the level of professionalism, you will absolutely recommend Japanese auto to a friend. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp code. Lesson 42. This is how you say happy hour. It's happy hour. Let's go get some Bud Lights. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light. Crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer. Anheuser-Busch. St. Louis, Missouri. Time. The most important thing we're given. 
Yet the one thing we can't buy back, and never seem to have enough of, especially during a cardiac event, which is why it's critical to have expert care so close by, in a place where patients have access to cutting-edge heart and vascular technology and are treated with compassionate care. At Baptist Health, our specially trained cardiovascular team serves the people of our region within an environment that offers heart patients comprehensive technologies, services, and resources that deliver a continuum of care that's not offered anywhere else in central Alabama. All with the expertise to keep your heart healthy and to help you recover sooner. At Baptist Health, our goal is to give cardiac patients back more quality time. Time for you to be together with loved ones and to make sure that you're there for the times that matter most. Baptist Health. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Ben Taylor with us on this Tuesday. Ben, uh, we'll get back to Auburn Alabama basketball a little bit, too. I'm going to kind of let you know what's going on with my little uh, pick the score contest. Uh, but what, what do you ever have plans for Super Bowl? Do you just hang out and relax at the house? Uh, you go to parties? What's the story for Super Bowl Sunday at the Taylor house? Well, usually that's what it is. This year is a little different. Uh, we're going to be actually kind of tying that in with uh, the golf tournament as well, taking place on Sunday. Oh, so cool. We'll be, at, we'll be at Bunkers, me and Kyle will. And uh, they got some specials and stuff that are going up there. So I don't know if I'll stay the whole game or not. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, I'm, I'm a big stay-at-home guy. If I'm not working a game, Doug, I don't usually go. Because uh, when I do go, it feels like I'm working. So I'm with um, you, 100%. So, we may, you know, now that doesn't, I, the only time that doesn't count for me is uh, basically like Braves baseball games. The, the family, you know, me and the family yeah, will yeah, go different. to Braves games that's different. And, and different ball game there. But uh, yeah, here everybody's like, are you going to work? Are you going to the game? I'm like, no, I'm not going to the game. I'm gonna, if it's on television, I'm going to sit and watch it or I'm going to listen to Andy on the radio or something of that nature, but I'm not going to the game. Because uh, if I go, I'm going to be on high alert and think I'm working. So I'm just not doing that. So, um, I'm the same way, uh, you know. I, I mean, I'm I'm the weirdo that that does like to see the commercials. So I don't want anybody screwing with me. You know, That's I want right. to be in the man cave. I want to see who's gotten creative uh, here and who's making a fool of themselves with their product. And there's been plenty that have done that. But yeah, I'll be going back and forth, especially if the leaderboard's good at the Phoenix Open. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be looking back at, and flipping back and forth. Of course, the game doesn't kick till what time? After 5 o'clock Central yeah, Time, I think. With the pomp and circumstance that takes place, you know, you got the 45-minute pregame that will take place in the introduction. 45 minutes? I mean, they'll be on the air three hours, four hours before the game. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking about where they say the set time is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never yeah correct, that time. correct. And, and uh, and and so and I get that. I mean, that, that's fine. I mean, it's a, it's a once a year thing that takes place. I totally get it. But I've been one of those being in media all these years that I've always said, if you're telling me that the game starts at seven oh five, I want somebody putting a tote of leather at seven oh five, or I want a basketball being thrown up at the center of a gym at seven oh five, or I want first pitch at seven oh five. 
I'm I with you, pal. I want it at 15. I don't want it at 7.30. I want that's – if that's the start of the game, then get all that other stuff out of the way. By the way, in Phoenix, there's a chance of rain Saturday of 50%, but it clears up Saturday night all sunny on Sunday. 63 degrees is the high. Get a little chilly before it's over, I guess, but uh, a good uh, deal for uh, the, the golf tournament uh, in Phoenix. Hopefully Saturday and Thursday is a chance of rain, too, 80% then. So yeah. it may be affected by the weather as well. Um, Doug, what's your take on the 16th hole out there? Is that is that good for golf? Heck yeah, man! <laughs> I mean, it, it it literally I think draws in viewers that may not ordinate when they hear that there's a raucous hole where literally they want you to yell while they're playing, and it, it just changes the dynamic of the sport of golf. I'm all about it, man. Get Count me in. Uh, I am, too. I, I've said before I would love to go. However, I want to, I want to be the bougie guy that sits back there on the tee box that's in a, in a box somewhere <laughs> and, and not with the idiots that are throwing people out of the stands and uh, and – if there's a hole in one, the beer goes there. I mean, listen, that $18 beer, that's expensive to go tossing it. I ain't doing that. So. I mean, I think that even CBS will have people there. seemed like uh, Amanda Renner was there along with that Colt Colt Nost. Yep. Colt Nost, uh, yep. Uh, and, and they, like, broadcast some from there during the craziness. And, folks, if you're not sure what Ben and I are talking about, last year there was a hole in one. And it took them about twenty minutes to get all the beer cans off the <laughs> off the golf course. I mean, they oh, go crazy. It was, Doug, it was beer cans, it was shirts, it yes. was undergarments from women that were thrown it was out. Everything, it was everything you could think of. And I, I'm all for showing a side of a sport that, especially a sport that's considered to be kind of high and mighty. Yeah, you know, like and you know what the the main complaint about golf has been over the last 30 years is that you have to be at a certain level of income at a certain economic level to be able to get really good at it. Right. Uh and and that's been thrown away because of all of the great golf initiatives that that are out there for anybody and everybody to be able to learn and play the sport and to excel at the sport. But anytime you can just make fun for people that aren't even maybe that much into the sport, I think it's a good thing. Oh, I do too. I, I, and, and I've said that, you know, there have been, there's some, there's some people out there that don't like it. And they, they say, you know, they, all they're doing is giving them more attention when they put them. I, I'm all for, I mean, it's not like it takes place every weekend. It's I mean, one it's, golf tournament. And, and and you know a year I don't and I I wouldn't suspect there are many other golf tournaments that are going to try to copy it. The thing that I like about it is is whenever they start asking media members and some like it and some don't, just ask the players. Yeah, every one of them love it. Now they they say they don't like it so much when they miss the green and they get booed by the sixteen. Get over that are, it. <laughs> that are lined it, but uh, they get a big kick out of it and they absolutely love it. So. Uh, even the PGA Tour, I don't know if you remember Harry Higgs a couple of years ago. He took his shirt off, and he let me just say he ain't no. the athletic specimen that a lot of people see. No, on, he is not uh, on an athletic field. Um, you know, he got his hand slapped by the PGA when he did that. Said, don't do it again. And I'm sitting there going, "This is what's wrong with the governing body of the PGA Tour." He had a blast. The fans loved it. He loved it. Just let it go. You didn't. It's not that you. You know, maybe you say something, but don't make a public statement saying. 
we're not going to allow him to do that again. It's like that would be all the more reason for him to do it again if he's playing in another year. You know, I'm sorry. I played golf all my life. I started when I was eight. It is the most – it is the sport I've played, obviously, for the longest period of time in my life. Love it. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've never quite understood is why – I can yell at you if you're shooting a free throw. I can yell at you if you're trying to call a play at the line of scrimmage. I can yell at you in most every single sport there is. But if I drop a pin while you're about to take a golf shot, everybody's going to turn around and look at me and go like, what are you doing? (laughs) I, I, I mean, somebody explain that to me. I don't get it. It's why I like some of the guys in the President's Cup and in the Ryder Cup. There have been players over the last few years that have said, go ahead and yell, guys. Yell all you want to. I'm going to go ahead and hit my shot because I'm a pro at this. I should be able to hit my shot with a lot of noise going on around me. Yeah, I'm, I, and I say this too. I'm not a big fan of when I get paired up with somebody, if I'm playing with, you know, I call them rabbit ears. If I'm playing with a rabbit ears that, it's ridiculous because I'm not, I'm not intentionally talking or something during somebody's shot. I'm not going to do that to them, but you know, when they make a bad shot and they turn around, Oh, you moved your foot. Are you serious? Unbelievable. Man? Totally that, ridiculous. So, hey man, <laughs> real quick, who wins tomorrow night? Give me a score. I think. Al- no, uh, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I'm going to go. Has the line been released? Doug? I no, I'm waiting on my, I've yesterday. got a guy that always sends them to me when they get released. Okay. I think it's going to be about four and a half. Uh, and then I think by tip, it'll be higher. If it's four and a half, take, you know, I, I'm, I'm taking Auburn at four and a half. I think Auburn, I think they got an opportunity and not just revenge game. I think they finally start to figure out a formula yeah. of, of, of getting the ball to, to broom down low. Jalen Williams is a different player at home than he is on the road. And that's what Alabama is going to have to deal with is some of the athleticism that he only shows at home for some reason. Yep. And so uh, I, I, I like Auburn winning this game and I like Give me winning a score. probably by double digits. I'll go. Uh, me too. I'll go uh, 83 68. So a dominating win. How many does Broom get? You're going to have a chance to win some money here. I think Broom gets. I know you and I were texting yesterday, and and yeah. one caller said twenty five. I, 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 when the rest of the players are playing well, he doesn't get twenty five. Right. I think he, I think he gets uh, seventeen. Seventeen. That's about what he had at Ole Miss. Hey man, you're the best. We appreciate your time on Tuesdays. Have a great rest of the day, my friend. You got it, brother. Thanks. Be Doug. good. Ben Thomas from. WANI and ESPN 106.7. Kevin Skarbinski joins us as we begin Hour 2 right after this on the Max Roundtable. This is ESPN's Laura Rutledge, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable on ESPN, The Ticket, and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. Troy head basketball coach Scott Cross here. An exciting new season for Trojan basketball is upon us. And I want to see you in the stands at Trojan Arena all season long. 
If you can't make it, listen in for all the action right here. This is Barry McKnight urging you not to miss a moment of all the action and excitement all season on the flagship station, 107.5 FM, 1210 AM, ESPN, The Ticket. When it comes to your downtime, roll out the red carpet with top-of-the-line electronics at huge savings during Cohen's President's Day Sale. Elevate everything you watch with a Sony 65-inch smart TV as low as $6.99 and the breathtakingly realistic sound of a Sonos Beam soundbar for only $3.99. You'll never pay a dime more than you should with Cohen's price match guarantee on electronics and ask about special financing too. Keep more presidents in your pocket with the President's Day deals at Cohen's. Think outside the big box stores. Think Cohen's. Drive for a company that puts God and family first. Wiley Sanders Trucking is looking for experienced local and over-the-road dump truck drivers. If you're a cement or line truck driver, Wiley Sanders Trucking needs you too. Call 855-777-9785 or 334-372-5049. When you drive for Wiley Sanders, you feel like part of the family. Besides top pay, you'll get Blue Cross Blue Shield, 401k, and a sign-on bonus. You won't feel like just a number. When you drive for Wiley Sanders, you'll feel like family. February is made for love, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet would love to thank you for helping make January a great month, and they intend to make February even bigger. Now, you may be asking yourself, how do they intend to do that? Easy. It's by offering the lowest car and truck prices in central Alabama. New 2024 models, cars, trucks, and SUVs are arriving daily. They even have some new 2023 models that they are giving year-end, year-begins deals. Larry Puckett needs used cars and trucks, so whether you have a trade-in or just an extra car you want to sell, bring it to Larry Puckett Chevrolet and get a great offer. You'll love the prices, you'll love the selection, you'll love the service, you'll love the financing, and you'll love your buying experience so much you'll want to tell your neighbors. That's why for umpteen years, Larry Puckett's customers have been doing the talking. Larry Puckett Chevrolet, Cobbs Ford Road in Prattville. Before you stop by, you can shop them online at LarryPuckett.com. It can get very cold in central Alabama during the winter months. Don't be left out. I mean, don't be left inside the cold. If your heater isn't heating like it should, call Bill Bradley today at 262-8368. They offer same-day service, seven days a week, for heating, cooling, and plumbing. Call Bill Bradley Services to come fix your home. Bill Bradley, Central Alabama's ring dealer, also offers financing. Alabama certification number 84449. If you're looking for the best opportunity for copier multifunction systems and printers, look no further than ABS Business Systems of Montgomery. It's locally owned by Eddie and Judy Cobb, and they are service-oriented. Ten service techs to take care of all of your needs. But most of all, Eddie and Judy have built their business on integrity and trust. It's ABS Business Systems of Montgomery. Give them a call at 334-396-0809. Ben McNeil with Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express. Welcome to the only full-service auto spa in the Tri-County area. Let me show you how easy it is to get the best wash for your vehicle. Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express is looking for a few good men and women to be part of their team. Work full or part-time, it's up to you. Mr. Ben's is the only full-service car wash in the area. The car or truck runs through the tunnel, and when it comes out, that's when your job begins. Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express, next door to Fraser Methodist Church on the Atlanta Highway. The Troy Trojans play on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket.
Time now for hour two of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN, the ticket in the River Region, and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn Opelika. To talk sports, call 334 517 1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334 313 1170. It's time to retake your seat at the Roundtable, brought to you by Max Credit Union with local. Locations in the River Region, Auburn and Opelika. Max, smart money made simple. My apologies to our previous guest, Mr. Ben Taylor. I called him Ben Thomas. He is a former colleague of ours. Kevin knows Ben Thomas, and he is with us now. Kevin Skarbinski, best columnist this state has, and you can find him with his weekly newsletter on Thursdays for a small subscription price like I do. It's very intriguing. And then he also has a column that comes out Monday in the Birmingham lead. If you subscribe to the newsletter, you get the column for free in the Birmingham lead on Mondays. I wait for it in my inbox at 8 o'clock on Thursdays. He is a lifelong friend. Let's welcome him in. Kevin Skarbinski, how you doing on this day, my friend? I'm good, Doug. How are you? Doing quite well. You sound like you're mobile today. I am mobile today, so I'll have to curb my enthusiasm for giving verbal instructions to other drivers that they cannot hear. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, well, I, pre- I appreciate you squeezing us in for a little while. And obviously, Kev, I want us to jump right into what's going to happen tomorrow night uh, in Neville Arena. Uh, get your initial thoughts on this. I've been kind of berating all of the Kentucky apologists uh, today, and including Joe Lenardi, uh, including some of these others that come up with player of the year rankings and still have Antonio Reeves in the top three when statistically nor how his team is producing should be anywhere near the top three. But there they are. Everybody's still loving on Kentucky. Yet, as you said in columns, the best two teams this league has seen over the last handful of years are the two that will be playing tomorrow night, and then the team right behind them would be Tennessee. But Kentucky's nowhere in that league list right now no they they have fallen off under john calipari and that there's obviously a lot of discussion about his future going on in the bluegrass but if you look at results and that's this is a results-oriented business alabama and auburn have set the tone in sec basketball for about the last half dozen years or so it's no different this year and that's what makes What's happening now, so intriguing, Doug, is normally when one of the programs is up, the other's down. Well, not now. They're both up. And Alabama and Auburn, or Auburn and Alabama, whichever order you would like to put them in, have never finished 1-2 in the SEC. They've got a great opportunity to do that this year. You know, and it seems like, and, and this one reason I like to do these little contests, I do, Kevin, one, because we have a great sponsor, that a, a great benefactor that gives cash to these contests we do. But when I ask for predictions on the game, I like to see just kind of what the general fan base thinks about them. In the, in the game two weeks ago, we were about 50-50 
on Auburn picks and Alabama picks. This week, for tomorrow night's game, I've got about 100 picks in, and I've got five Alabama picks. Everybody else is picking Auburn. So the perception, at least among people that listen to our program, I think is that Auburn's a better team. Well, I, I would I would interpret that as incredible respect for Auburn in the jungle and what that home crowd, that atmosphere means to the Tigers when they play at home. It says it's as good a home court advantage as anywhere in college basketball, including Cameron Indoor. And people have started to make that comparison and it is absolutely legitimate. And I think that's probably why you're seeing such a uh, such uh, a skewed result so far in your poll. Plus, Auburn has the the added motivation of having lost in Tuscaloosa two weeks ago. Uh, they fell down big at halftime by 14, made a great comeback, and had a chance to uh, shoot a free throw with 12 seconds left. The third of three free throws would have tied it. They missed, and they ended up losing. It was a four-point game, but it was really a one-possession game. And so this game really... A lot of the motivation falls, the added motivation falls on Auburn's side. They've lost three in a row now to their chief rival. Uh, Nate Oates is now 6-3 and three against Bruce Pearl in their respective jobs. So there, there's a lot riding on this. We're only halfway through the conference season, starting the second half of conference play. But I think all of those things are factoring into that. I think these teams are very, very closely matched. They have different strengths, obviously. But I don't think there's a lot to choose between them. You know, when, when you look at this, and I've said it this week, I've uh, said it yesterday, probably said it late last week. Don't mind you saying it today if you believe it. Uh, I've said that I think if you just look at the game as it currently stands, it's more important for Auburn to win than it is for Alabama to win. However, that's easy to say. If you looked at it from Alabama's perspective, Nate Oates ought to be saying, we go win there, and we definitely have a leg up on everybody uh, in the league, especially our biggest rival. And so to say that the mindset may not be as important for Alabama as it is for Auburn may not be totally accurate. Well, I'd say sense of urgency maybe more so on the Auburn side, because if Alabama does win, then Alabama now has a two-game lead on Auburn, plus the type, the head-to-head tiebreaker. So, in essence, that's really a three-game lead. Uh, that that's a lot to overcome. With yeah, they'll each have eight conference games left after tomorrow night. So that really gives Alabama a serious edge on Auburn in terms of trying to win the SEC regular season. So I would say the greater sense of urgency exists on the Auburn side for that very reason. Uh, I I mean, I tend to agree with you. And I literally, if you were holding me down and said, all right, Doug, you got to get within three points either way of this, uh, what's your pick? Um, I'm going to have a hard time not thinking that – I mean, I'll just – make it positive I think Auburn's going to win the game and I think they're going to win it relatively comfortably I, th- I think it by the end could get to double digits uh, I, I totally believe that well I, I expect every team that rolls into Neville Arena I don't care if it's the Celtics <laughs> I don't care 
I don't care if it's the uh, the Warriors with Steph Curry at their at their best. I, there's something about that place that is special. And Auburn, as good as they are across the board at neutral sites in road games, they are very they're even better in their own home uh, arena. So. Yeah, I expect Auburn to win. I, I will not be surprised if Alabama wins, but I expect Auburn to win. And I expect that it will be a tight game, the kind of game that maybe Auburn pulled away, maybe yeah. like the Texas A&M game, where it was back and forth for most of the night, and then Auburn controlled the last several minutes, and that was the difference in the game. Yeah, I kind of made a statement to to Scott Sanderson yesterday. I said, I think we're going to have a pretty good feeling who's going to win by the under four timeout. Uh, like, I think it'll be possibly competitive, uh, you know, for the first half, for the first three quarters of the game. Uh, but I think when it gets down to cases at game-winning time, I think Auburn customarily makes the plays in that building to win games. And uh, I think is the last time Auburn lost a game there, Alabama beating them there last year, or, or they lost any others that I'm not aware of? I'm not. I'm not uh, aware of any others in between or since that one. That may be the last one. So, uh, you know, they've been they, again. Look over a long period of time now. This is a. This is evidence that's built up over a period of seasons that they have, you know, been superior in their in their own gym. So. You know, can they can they pull away? Can they shoot the ball better than they had been shooting it? Certainly, better than they shot it in Tuscaloosa and Starkville. The game after that, so I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. But really, the guard play is going to be so important. Alabama's guards have have really stepped up. Mark Sears has, you know, he should be in contention for SEC Player of the Year. He's the, he's the league's leading scorer, and you know, Alabama's offense is even better setting a record for 100-point games the year after they lost Brandon Miller and Noah Clowney into the first round of the NBA draft, as, long as, as well as some other quality players. So that's a testament to this roster, and that's led by Mark Sears and his uh, amazing development. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but this is going to happen a lot this time of year. A basketball analyst was on a local show, I think, up in the Kentucky area, and he was asked specifically that when Louisville fires their coach after this year, would Nate Oates be a good person to hire? And, of course, the guy said absolutely Nate Oates would be a good person to hire. And now uh, everybody that uh, – has crimson colored glasses is freaking out. Uh, what do you think the stance is of Greg Byrne as it applies to Nate Oates? Do you think that he's earned enough, you know, mojo and what the job he's done there to literally be paid among the elite in college basketball? Do you think Greg Byrne is in a position to make that happen? Well, I think NATO certainly has proven himself among the top 10 or so coaches in the country, maybe higher over what he's done at Alabama. And and so you've got to do everything, in my opinion, you've got to do everything in your power to keep him. And, and it, you are going to have to fend off offers from other schools. I think that's un, un, 
it's undoubtedly going to happen as this season ends, as schools look to make changes, he's going to get phone calls. His agent's going to get phone calls. They're, they're going to have opportunities. He's going to have an opportunity or more uh, than one to go elsewhere if he so chooses. I don't know what would motivate him to go elsewhere. You know, there's been a lot of talk. Their inability to break ground and really start on building a new arena, how important is that to Nate Oates? How, what does he see in terms of what's going to keep Alabama among the elite on a consistent basis? Does he feel like an arena is an absolute must in the next five years or so? I don't know. I haven't had that conversation with him. So, so we'll see. But th- he's going to have choices. And so it's going to be up to Greg Byrne, the, the trustees. What, what are they willing to do for Nate Oates to, so he understands – that they want him there. For example, you know, look at, you know, you compare his contract, and I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but I did a column on this a year or so ago. And, of course, Auburn gave Bruce Pearl what amounts to a a coach-for-life contract, $50 million over eight years or so at the time. They did it a couple of years ago, you know, and that's more than Auburn's paying Bruce Pearl more than Alabama's paying Nate Oates. And as I said, since they've both been in their respective jobs, the scoreboard reads Oates 6, Pearl 3. The last three have gone Alabama's way. So, you know, if I'm Nate Oates, I'm good, I might look, I might ask, tell my agent, have a conversation with Greg Byrne and company, hey, if I'm outdoing the guy across the state, and especially after last year, losing what they lost, if Alabama comes back and wins the SEC again for the third time in four years – and I'm getting, I'm not making as much money as the guy across the state, and I've seized the upper hand in a rivalry, which they can do if they certainly, if they can do if they win tomorrow night and then win the regular season, then then there there might have to be some conversations along those lines. I'm looking at that, Kevin, right now heading into this basketball season. Nate Oates is the 25th highest paid coach in the country. Uh, other coaches uh, that uh, in this league will just start there uh, that make more than him. Buzz Williams makes more than him. Eric Musselman uh, makes more than he makes. Uh, you mentioned Bruce Pearl makes more than he makes, as does Rick Barnes. Calipari. Uh, Calipari. <laughs> Calipari makes twice as much uh, as Nate Oates makes. So I want to put you in the shoes of Greg Byrne for a minute. And there are other guys here that, quite frankly, don't deserve to be making more money than what this guy's making, quite frankly, if you want to be quite honest about it. There, there are others in this list uh, like the Maryland coach, like the Providence coach, uh, like the Wisconsin coach, like the Pitt coach, uh, that make more than Nate Oates makes, including the guy at Louisville right now that's had two horrendous seasons in a row, makes more than Nate Oates makes. So if I put you in the shoes of Greg Byrne, and if Greg Byrne came to you, say, after winning – let's, let's even – Tone it down a bit. Finishes in the top three in the SEC. Does really well in the SEC tournament. Goes to at least the Sweet 16 again. And he comes to you and he says, Greg, look, I think it's time we renegotiate. But I also believe that I need a commitment from you to build an arena now. 
not waiting on building costs to come down, not waiting on the NIL coffers to get uh, a lot of money in it. I need a commitment now for recruiting and for everything else. If you were Greg Byrne, would you would you take that on as a project or would you tell him what you're telling the public? And that is right now, Alabama can't afford to do that. You know, I, I to say that would would suggest that Greg Byrne's not doing everything possible to try to get that arena project on the fast track and get shovels in the ground to, to get the thing started so you can get it built in the near future. And and I don't know that that's the case. I, I believe he recognizes the importance of getting that arena built, but I also know he doesn't operate in a vacuum. He doesn't make these decisions unilaterally. He's got a, a president to answer to, and maybe more importantly, a board of trustees to answer to. So I think it's incumbent upon Greg Byrne to impress upon those folks why you do everything feasible, everything possible to keep Nate Oates as your basketball coach because he has done a a fantastic job. I don't think you could have asked for more in a shorter period of time than he's delivered. And there doesn't appear the way that he's – the way that he and his staff have recruited – and let's let's also throw in there, he had to replace all three assistant coaches after exactly, last year. Exactly, All yeah. three got head coaching jobs, and here they are One at the halfway back. bowl of the SEC season, and they're in first place again. So, you know, he it, by all indications, the way they're recruiting, two more McDonald's All-Americans coming in to, uh, for next year, uh, it looks like this is sustainable and will be sustained as long as he's the head coach. So, I, I do everything in my power to whatever he needs, whatever he thinks they need to maintain this level. I try to make sure they do it. You got you remember this just like I do, Kevin. Alabama's basketball fan base was excited when Anthony Grant got hired. Uh, I don't know if you remember. I mean, Nick Saban sat down with the guy uh, and and gave his let's get this guy to be the head coach. And then when they ran Anthony Grant. There were a bunch of people that were pretty jacked up about Avery Johnson. Fasten your seatbelts. You know, we're going to get up and down and go. I don't think Alabama can afford to let go the coach that I believe is the the best coach Alabama's had since you-know-who, Wimp Sanderson. And that's saying something because Mark Godfrey accomplished a lot. You know, went to five straight NCAA tournaments, won an SEC regular season championship, got the school to the Elite Eight for the first time in 2004 with a team that was not his best team in Tuscaloosa. And then, of course, things trailed off later in his tenure, but he did some good things. But I, I tend to agree with you. I, I, I think you've got to go back to win. I think Nate Oates is he's not there yet because he hasn't done it long enough. But he's certainly on the road to Wimp Sanderson territory. Now, the one thing that Wimp didn't do, the one thing that Mark Godfrey didn't do and C.M. Newton didn't do and every other Alabama basketball coach didn't do is get that program to the Final Four. Yep. And now, with Auburn having done it in 2019, there's no reason that Alabama shouldn't do it. Uh, I'm sometime, sometime soon. So that's, you know, regular season is great, and you should never – 
We should never overlook regular season accomplishments, winning 25, 28, 30 games, uh, getting to the Sweet 16. But at some point, Alabama should get to the Final Four. It should have happened already. I agree. And how, how, big, how big a role does that play in throwing the kitchen sink at NATO's? I don't know. Are you going to be in the car, Wild, or I need to let you go before I take a break? Up to you. No, I'm good. I've got a, I've got a long drive ahead. All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll I'm be good. back with more of Kevin Skarbinski right after this. This is Dory Noka. You're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Shane is here from United, number one in the River Region when it comes to your indoor comfort. Does United go outside of the River Region? Of course. We have customers at Lake Martin, Lake Jordan, Selma, Tallahassee, Greenville, Tuskegee, and even Union Springs. So United is not only number one in the River Region, United is number one in Central Alabama. With quality workmanship, 100% satisfaction guaranteed, and affordable pricing, it should be no surprise. Also with over 300 years combined experience and the ability to service and repair all brands, why would you call anyone else? Don't forget, if your system is beyond repair, we have financing available with approved credit, and we can handle all your plumbing electrical needs, too. If you want the most experienced and the number one AC company in the River Region that's ahead of its competition on all the latest technology, call United today at 262-0247. Or visit unitedheating.net and check us out on Facebook. Alabama certification number 84560. I'm Don Duncan with All-American Auto and Tire, your super dealer. The other day I was talking with a state employee who said, I wish I could use my WEX card at your location. My response was, you can. I'm sorry you didn't already know that. For over 16 years, All-American Auto and Tire has been proud to honor the WEX cards from state employees. We also honor the Voyager cards for federal employees. Those cards are good at all locations in Montgomery and in Millbrook. Tires, service, or major repairs. Don Duncan's All-American Auto and Tire. I'm Gordon Stone, and it's a pleasure to speak with you today as the mayor of the town of Pike Grove. It's an honor for me to share with you some of the great things about our community. In Pike Grove, we focus on four pillars. Planning. We want to know what the future looks like, and we want to work toward that future. Quality of life. We want to understand why people love living in our community, and we want to work to make sure those characteristics are featured every day in Pike Road. Education. We're so blessed to have a great city school system and thankful for all those teachers and administrators who make everyday fun in Pike Road when it comes to learning. And we're so proud of our students who are aspiring to be great leaders in our community and great leaders for our nation. And services. We have great services in Pike Road because we work with partners who allow us to meet the needs of our citizens and do so in a very efficient manner. Our four pillars in Pike Road have allowed us to provide focus and have a vision for the future that has made Pike Road a special place. Come see us in Pike Road and learn why we say welcome home. 
Love is in the air and on the boat. The Harriet II Riverboat, that is. Bring your special someone for a romantic evening and experience the elegance of cruising the Alabama River. Enjoy a delicious dinner while taking in the stunning sights. Dance the night away to the tunes that touch your soul or just sit back and relax. Roses and champagne complete your lover's evening. You have four nights to choose from, February 14th, 15th, 16th, or 17th. Book your Valentine's cruise at funinmontgomery.com. When the game goes into overtime. But... The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. With the weather turning colder, it's time to do some indoor painting. John Lee Paint Company carries the Richards Signature Ceramic Series, an interior ceramic paint that comes in matte and eggshell sheen levels, a specially formulated interior wall paint that incorporates new resin technologies and the use of ceramic microspheres. By combining these two properties, Richards created a product that's easy to apply, provides excellent coverage, adhesion, durability, and scrub resistance. Quality, service, experience since 1974. John Lee Paint Company on Coliseum Boulevard. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Kevin Skarbinski rejoins us as we turn our attention to where the two major football programs are in our state heading towards spring practice. Both spring games set for April. Kevin, I'm just curious, um, as, as we look at this, you know, even Hugh Freeze has had to redo a lot of his staff. He's still got one position to fill. Jeremy Garrett, the defensive line coach that has moved on to the NFL, uh, and obviously, Kalen DeBoer has had to uh, decide who he was going to keep and then bringing in all these coaches uh, to join his staff. I'm curious as to where you are in the assessment of these two programs. You know, the big story point, the big what everybody was saying was is it was like a revolving door at Alabama. Everybody was leaving, rats jumping off the ship. You know, only two players off the 24 signing class left. Uh, one of those was the top quarterback in the country, Julian Sayan. Uh, and then, of course, the other one was a defensive back uh, that left uh, as well, uh, Jameer Grimsley. But they still tomorrow, when they sign the guys they're going to sign tomorrow, will have the number two signing class still in the country, even with those two departures. And the list of people that left Caden Proctor. Now, these are some guys that are well-known, obviously. Caleb Downs, Amari Niblock, uh, and then some of the guys that were expected to move into big roles. It ended up really not being, you know, close the door on the way out uh, and everybody departure, uh, leaving for, for greener pastures. No, it was not. It was not a vast escape for the exits. 
<laughs> as some people were trying to portray early on in the transition from Nick Saban to Kalen DeBoer. And when they line up next season, they will have about as talented a roster as anybody in the country. So there, there won't be the typical first-year excuses or explanations for Kalen DeBoer and company if they go eight and four, say, and I'm not predicting they will. I'm, I'm, I'm way, 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 way away from looking at the next football schedule and breaking it down. And, you know, we've, we've got to go through one more round of the transfer portal before we know what everybody's roster looks like. True. So I'm just saying they will not be talent poor when they line up next season against anyone. So it, it's going to put even more pressure on Kalen DeBoer to keep that thing humming at a high level, win a lot of games, be in contention for the SEC, be in contention for the 12-team college football playoff. But talent, if they don't succeed, overall talent is not going to be their reason. You know, and when you, and when you look across the state at Hugh Freeze, I think that the the fan base at Auburn and the supporters at Auburn are are real, literally, despite how the season ended, the way Alabama beat them, and then the Maryland debacle. I think the Auburn fan base is really jacked up about how recruiting has gone, where things are moving into the spring of '04, um, and, and I think the mindset of the Auburn fan base is we expect a major jump in our own field production in 2024. Fair to say? Oh, absolutely. The the enthusiasm from Auburn fans is all out of proportion to the way the season ended. And you left out New Mexico State. I did. You're right. (laughs) The next to last regular season game. You know, so you, you close on three straight losses an embarrassment where you got totally outplayed by New Mexico State on your home field. A game, you an, an Iron Bowl opportunity of a lifetime that you gave away with a, a, an inexplicable defensive <laughs> call on 4th and 31 to your big rival, and then basically didn't show up for the bowl game. Well, didn't show up in the football stadium. They showed up at some other places, I understand. So, uh you know, there would be a lot of consternation after a close like that, usually. But it seems like Auburn fans want to believe in you, Freeze. They want to give them a pass for year one. They want to focus on the positive that they did have a chance to beat Alabama. They did have a chance late to beat Georgia. They recruited at a higher level than they have in years. Still not as high a level as the Alabamas and Georgias, but much higher than Auburn had been in some time. So, there is. There seems to be you know, a new coaching staff, more of a you freeze coaching staff, the guys that he wants on his staff. And so we'll see if it, if it all works out. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's almost as if last season didn't happen in Auburn. It really, you know, and, and hey, uh, I think they believe they got a guy that can win in this league. And, I, you know, when you're coming off the previous regime, you know, I'd be excited too, quite frankly, uh, with, with with what's going on. I'm curious, from your perspective, and you have a unique one, what's the dynamic 
Or how's the dynamic of college football going to change with Nick Saban no longer directly involved, in your opinion? Uh, you know, let, let's be honest. He was the lightning rod. He was the one everybody was either ripping or coming after or, you know, saying what you're going to say, depending on which shade of glasses you're looking through. Now that's gone. How's that dynamic going to change? Maybe not just for media, not just for media people, but for fan bases all around the country. Well, (laughs) maybe it makes Alabama a little more difficult to hate because a lot of people, for whatever reason, from opposing fan bases didn't like Nick Saban, uh, thought that he played on the edge of the envelope in a lot of areas, uh, starting with recruiting, going back to when he first got there. And so, for whatever reason, he's been an easy lightning rod. He's been an easy... Uh, guy to dislike as the head of the, you know, what, what opponents like to think of as the evil empire. And so where are they going to direct that, that animosity? Not to say that all of a sudden uh, Alabama and Auburn are going to be singing Kumbaya on anything when it comes to football because Saban's gone, but it is going to be different. And does someone... Does someone assume that mantle? You know, Jim Harbaugh is gone, another guy that was easy to dislike for various reasons. Does does Kirby Smart now become that guy that uh, uh, basically all other fan bases can rally together and uh, see as the enemy, the guy that they got to be, the guy standing between them and whatever they define as success? You know, if you're if you're Alabama, if you're Auburn, for example, you know, Georgia's been harder on Auburn than Alabama has over the last yeah, 15, 20 absolutely. years. So, and that's just that's a fact. I'm not sure why that's been, but it, it certainly is a fact. And so, does Kirby now become the guy that every time he says something, you snicker, you roll your eyes, you you see him as a guy that is not earning, running a program the right way, that's earning everything they're accomplishing, but a guy that's, you know, finding ways, you know, around the landmines to be successful consistently. I don't know. I, it, it is it is going to be fascinating. And because we all need, you know, you don't have heroes without villains. You don't have, you know, the white hats without the black hats. So everybody needs somebody. It seems like in college – College sports I'm in general. So glad college you brought that up. Football in particular, you got to have a bad guy, right? Yeah, you There's got to be a bad guy. And it, there really does in basketball too. I think need to be a villain. And so, who's going to be the villain in college football? Well, Kirby, Kirby is probably the best candidate because of the success that Georgia's had, because he was a product of the Saban coaching tree. He hasn't really, though, taken a lot of controversial positions on things that I can recall off the top of my head. He hasn't necessarily done things that, you know, he hasn't gotten rules changed to keep him from doing certain things. You know, we all remember the Saban rule as it was dubbed when they took head coaches off the recruiting road in the spring. Yeah, the bump uh, rule got changed because Yeah, because he was – yeah, they he was – well – a lot of a lot of Alabama fans at the time said, "Well, that's just because others other head coaches don't, don't want to work as hard 
as he works, well, maybe, but a part of it was, you know, they were conducting mini tryout camps and they were doing things you weren't supposed to do uh, in the spring when you went to visit a, a prospect at his high school before he played a baseball game or ran a track meet or, you know, they, they were they were doing things that were, uh, let's just say, they were they were beyond the gray area. <laughs> that was why that rule got got it passed. But I, I don't recall Kirby doing things that have forced changes in the NCAA rule book. For example, I would say so, I don't know. There's not there's not other than him. I can't really think of one. I would say Kirby's um, issue is going to be what's going on off the field with his team. Uh, with the, with yeah. the driving things, with some other things going yeah. on, and yeah. how he's handled that, what he said about it, if you know, and that kind of went by the wayside a little bit when you had Saban grabbing headlines with saying what he said about Jimbo and Jimbo firing back, and then Saban getting off to a bad start. We kind of, let's be honest, Kirby has done a really good job of getting things kind of forgotten about because other stories are perceived to be bigger. He's going to be much more in the limelight, is he not now, uh, having won two of the last three national titles with many people feeling like he had the best team in the country this past year as well. And there's more pressure on it. Yeah. Because his, you know, his, his mentor, his white whale, uh, is no longer standing between him and, and more championships. You know, he was only able to beat Nick Saban in Alabama once. They did it, obviously, in a very important game for the national championship. They came very, very close to doing it the first time they met in that final game. But now that, you know, that uh, nemesis is gone. I'll tell you, who, I'll tell you who's going, I, there's no doubt, who's going to be the bad guy if they win the way that they expect to win and hope to win, and that's Hugh Freeze and Auburn. Because a lot of people just don't like you Freeze. You know, they think of you Freeze. You know, they, his, his, uh, uh, they, he was defined for a lot of people by what happened at Ole Miss ten years ago. And you know, so if Auburn has success and they start recruiting at a high level consistently, and all of a sudden they start beating Georgia and they start beating Alabama and they start winning championships getting to the playoff, then then there are going to be a lot of people. Auburn's going to be the bad guy in a way that maybe it hasn't ever been in football. And already in basketball, there's a lot of people that don't like Bruce Pearl. So, and, and there are just as many people that probably don't like Nate Oates. So, so you've got two guys in basketball in this state that are, for different reasons, uh, in different eyes, are the bad guys. And you Freeze will absolutely be seen as a bad guy if Auburn all of a sudden starts winning 10 games, 12 games, going to the playoff, and maybe winning that uh, next national championship. You know, and I know you and I see things differently as it pop, but I, I just have always been a guy that's loved redemption stories. So I don't have a mad on toward what happened in Hugh Freeze's life, uh, you know, a decade ago. Um, you know, his wife and his family is together, and yes, he made some horrible decisions, did some horrible things, but I, I'm okay with Hugh Freeze. I, I quite frankly think he's a pretty good dude. Well, at, at this point, it, you're wasting your breath. If you didn't think Hugh Freeze was the right choice for Auburn, if you didn't think he had earned the right to coach in the SEC again, that, 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 that's water under the bridge. 
Yeah. I think you should look at the man uh, as, a, as a professional, how he does his job now. If you want to judge him or if you want to have an opinion about him, look at him now. And I think that's we. I think we should do that with everyone I, because hopefully, hopefully we all grow and mature in whatever we do, just as as professionals, as people, as we get older. Totally but don't agree. judge me by some mistake I made ten or twenty years ago. Uh, you know, look at me now, and I would say that's the way we we should look at you, free. I, I agree with you. And I, we just had another uh, entry into the could be the villain guy, and it's Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, who knows? You know, he's. I think he's a good dude too, but uh, he's ruffled feathers for sure uh, over the last couple of years. Kevin, I don't know where you're headed, but I hope you get there safely, my friend. Thanks so much for squeezing us in for a couple of segments today. And uh, if you're if you're gonna be around, I don't know where you'll be, but I bet you'll enjoy tomorrow night wherever that happens to be i'm hoping to be uh somewhere be uh behind a palm frond in the jungle there you go bud enjoy yourself thanks Doug. thanks kevin kevin skarbinski go follow him on twitter at kevin skarbinski uh no i don't call it x i will never call it x I call it Twitter, at Kevin Skarbinski. He's a great follow. He doesn't push away from any uh, problematic subject either. He will grab it. I happen to believe that Kevin's, you know, he has never been soft-spoken about some of these people that that he may not care about. But uh, I'm a fan of Hugh Freeze. I like the guy. Um, I like a redemption story. I hope I'm never judged by the worst decisions I've made in my life. Uh, and, and I'm sure he and his family, his wife and his children hope the same as they should. All right. Let me tell you about Carol's Carpet Flooring America. You know all about it. Located in both Prattville and Montgomery. It's the most recommended flooring store for a reason. We recommend it to you highly. It's where friends send their friends. I consider all of you my friends. So I'm recommending, and you ever have any flooring need or countertop need, they are your answer to at least give them an opportunity to earn it. Price, product, service, and warranty, extremely big on anybody's list of things if they're going to make that type of investment. Uh, And, uh, you know, we've got friends there. Drew Corson, the son of Lee and Stephanie Corson, has done a great job carrying on the legacy of his late parents uh, there for Carol's Carpet Flooring America. Get by and see them when you have a need. Don't hand it to them on a silver platter. Allow them to try to earn your business. That's all they ask. And that's all we ask, too. We're back with more of the Max Roundtable right after this. This is the SEC Network's Roman Harper, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 
Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Stop what you're doing. Okay, don't just stop if you're driving, but stop driving the direction you're going and drive to Pig Enterprises so we can get you behind the wheel of the vehicle you've been dreaming about. At Pig Enterprises, we not only believe in providing you with an easy vehicle buying experience, but we also believe in providing you with an experience tailor-made for you and getting you into the vehicle of your dreams. Exactly what you want and need with zero stress. Now, we all could use a little less stress in our lives. Am I right? Shop online at P-I-G-G-E-N-T.com or drive on over today and see our award-winning team in person. Inventory changes daily. Don't let your dream car pass you by. Let our team get you behind the wheel. Simple, fast, no pressure. Consider it a quick detour on your trip and you'll arrive happier than you could have imagined when you left the house today. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Hey, my name is Frankie Bumps. I'm one of those guys from Zaza Serious Italian. I want you to know that our competitors ship their lousy sauce in 55-gallon drums across America. Not us. We ship bad people in 55-gallon drums. Zaza Serious Italian, nobody eats better than us. Zaza Serious Italian, a Montgomery tradition for more than a decade. In the alley, downtown. Beasley Allen is proud to support the Troy Trojans. Beasley Allen has been helping those who need it most since 1979. This applies to the clients they serve, but also to the community. The firm is involved in a wide variety of service projects that touch the lives of individuals in several locations, including the River Region. Visit them online at BeasleyAllen.com or follow them on Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of the legal services performed by other lawyers introducing new Budweiser Nitro Gold a lager brewed with toasted caramel malt and infused with nitro for a finish as silky smooth as a jazz sax solo new Budweiser Nitro Gold so smooth available now Enjoy responsibly. 2020 Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Nitro Reserve Gold Locker. Ale in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. At Stanley Steamer, we go beyond carpet cleaning. We're also experts at cleaning air ducts. The average home collects up to 40 pounds of dirt, dust, and allergens in its air ducts each year. Stanley Steamer thoroughly cleans your air ducts and every part of your ventilation system, making your home cleaner, healthier, and more energy efficient. And that helps you breathe easier. Call now about a free in-home air duct inspection. Here are the top 10 reasons why you should store your vehicle at the Montgomery Garage. Number 10. The weather in Montgomery is rainy, hot, humid, and very unpredictable. Number 9. Your friendly neighborhood association and their rules. Number 8. Your wife. Enough said. Number 7. The Montgomery Garage staff who are helpful, courteous, and professional, and most importantly, on site. Number 6. That vehicle has been an important family member for over 25 years, and you won't just store it anywhere. Number 5. Your vehicle is so nice, others like to dream about it <laughs> it being theirs number four the montgomery garage is a community of vehicle enthusiasts who don't mind sharing their knowledge and expertise number three the rates are the same for every car whether you own a pinto or a porsche number two you can buy time and work to eventually get that vehicle back into action number one you want your vehicle to be in a safe secure climate controlled storage environment whatever your reason come see us at the montgomery garage montgomery's only exclusive vehicle storage facility visit us on the web at the montgomery garage Raj.com. 
The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email mrt at espntheticket.com. everybody as we roll toward the top of the hour in hour three brent jones from troy will join me at the top bear mcknight uh, will join me near the bottom of the hour about 135 we'll talk all things sports with barry uh, as we get ready for a big troy game tomorrow night at home as the troy trojans battling for the league title as well and we'll get his thoughts on alabama and auburn as well um, apparently, well, not apparently, Nate Oates did meet with the media today. We'll probably hold off on playing audio from Coach Oates and Coach Pearl uh, to Lamar's show. Uh, but one thing that did, uh, that, that Nate Oates did say today is that uh, Pringle will be available. Nick Pringle back apparently in better graces with the Alabama coaching staff. He says that he's been at practice the last two days. Uh, he says he will make the trip to Auburn, that he's gradually working his way back in. He said he'll be available to play. I'm not sure how much he'll play, but he'll be available to play. I think the main thing that he brings Alabama in a need tomorrow is he's got five fouls. Uh, and he's another guy that plays, uh, you know, down low and is a strong dude. So maybe he gets, uh, you know, maybe he plays a big part in the game tomorrow night um, because Alabama needs bodies, uh, quite frankly, in their front court. And, uh, You've got Grant Nelson, who's going to be trying to guard Janai Broom. I'm guessing that's the matchup. And if if you're Janai Broom or if you're an Alabama or Alabama fan, you probably need to be shaking in your boots on that defensive to offensive matchup. And if you're an Auburn fan in the jungle tomorrow night, you're probably licking your chops on that possibility of a matchup. But it looks like Nick Pringle will be dressed and on the Alabama bench and available to play in the game tomorrow night. All right, so let me just again let you know about where things are with our our contest. Got a ton of people getting in. Some of you aren't listening to the rules, and I hate that for you, that you're not listening to the rules, but here they are once again. Pick a winner of the game tomorrow night. Pick a score of the game tomorrow night. And tell me how many points you think Janai Broom will score in the game tomorrow night. If you do, and the, the last two, obviously, you've got to have the winning team picked. So right now, I've got about 150 picks in, and I got about seven Alabama picks. So if Alabama wins the game tomorrow night, there's only a chance for those seven to win first place and second place. The other, the things like the score and how many points Janai Broom scores are tiebreakers. 
So you got to have the winning team first to have a shot. Then it's whoever gets the score right or closest to right. You don't have to be exactly right. And then if that's still in the tie, it's whoever gets Janai Broom done right. If that's his total points, if that's still a tie, we split the money. That would be a split of a tie for first place, 50 bucks each. The next best finisher gets a $25 gift card to Mellow Mushroom. Thanks to Mike Vincent and Adams Drugs for providing the 100 I said $50 each. It'd be $75 each because first place is worth $150 bucks. For that contest, $25 gift card to Mellow Mushroom is second place. Same exact prizes for the Super Bowl contest. You've got until 159.59 tomorrow, Wednesday show, to get in for the basketball contest. If you text me a pick, or like a lot of people do, if you try to call Bill at 158, let me just go ahead and fill you in. He ain't answering it. And if I don't have a timestamp of a text to me, prior to my phone going to 200 then you're not in same rule applies to friday at 159.59 for the super bowl contest we'll be in the studio tomorrow thursday and friday tomorrow we'll spend a lot of time with locked on auburn and locked on bama talking about the game tomorrow night we'll talk to chris gordy locked on sec we'll talk a lot to him about how things are looking on national signing day tomorrow is national signing day by the way ryan williams has changed his uh, announcement time he's going to go ahead and sign tomorrow instead of waiting for his birthday so we will look at any other things that could possibly happen from a surprising standpoint on National Signing Day. We'll talk to Chris Gordy about all of that and how the rosters look, at least heading into the spring. As you heard Kevin Skarbinski just say, there is another portal opening after spring practice. So a lot of rosters that you may think are set perhaps won't be so set when the window opens back up in the portal and people can look for a new football home. All right, we're done with hour two. We'll take a break. We'll check in with Brent Jones from Troy, the director of athletics for the Trojans upon our return. And then about 1.35 this afternoon, it's our friend Barry McKnight joining us from Troy as well to talk Troy athletics with him from his perspective as the voice of the Trojans, but also get his thoughts about the world of sports as well. Stick around. More coming your way on a Tuesday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey, it's Peter Burns for the SEC Network. The best midday show in the Montgomery area and in Auburn, Opelika, is the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 
107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. Did you know that homeowners insurance doesn't cover your termite treatment or termite damage? That's okay because Pest Pro is here to protect your most costly investment. We are the only company in the River Region with the Termidor HP2 injection unit. We bring the best and newest technology to your home. Call today for a free evaluation. 265-9990. That's 265-9990. Our website is ppsriverregion.com. When you want to know, call a pro. Pest Pro Services. Hugger up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you brokenhearted, kiss it goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry. Once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed and this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. If you're in need of demolition or concrete cutting, call J.B. Waste Connection. Over 23 years, your trusted local source for all demolition and concrete cutting needs. When you call them, a real person will answer the phone, not a recording. Call 334-301-4414 and check their availability as well as schedule your services. J.B. Waste Connection takes pride in their top-notch customer service. Learn more about their services at jettisonenvironmental.com. J.B. Waste Connection, your local solution for quality and convenience. This is Johnny from Sinclair's on Bond Road. We've been in business almost 30 years. Sinclair's East, Vaughn at Taylor. I think if you hadn't tried us, you should give us a try. We've got a great menu. Offered anything from chicken fingers, wings, salads, fajitas. At lunchtime, we do great country lunch with different vegetables and different meats every day. Sinclair's, where you get great sandwiches and our daily meat and three special at lunch, two great pasta, chicken, steaks, and seafood for dinner. Our most popular items are we got a soup called She Crab Soup which is extremely popular. We've got a bunch of pasta dishes, which people love. Mediterranean chicken is my favorite. Sinclair's. We do live music, light stuff on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and then on Fridays and Saturdays, maybe three-piece bands or four-piece bands. Come see why Sinclair's has seen lesser restaurants come and go over the years. Johnny Sullivan Sinclair's at the corner of Vaughn and Taylor. Find them on Facebook at Sinclair's East. Google search Sinclair's Restaurant. Sinclair's. When you think of chiropractic care, I'll bet you only think of a doctor that can help alleviate back and neck pain. This is Dr. Bob Hollis of HealthStar Chiropractic, and I want to talk about another patient who came in, this time with knee pain. He said that he wanted to see if we could help him before he went to see an orthopedic doctor. Just like the patient with back issues I've been telling you about, after we stretched and adjusted his knee, he told us that he was walking upstairs the very next day without any pain. Many of HealthStar patients come looking for non-surgical options, and we help them maintain their aging bones and prevent the need for surgery. At HealthStar Clinic, we offer a wide variety of medical-based treatments that allow us to provide quick pain relief for suffering patients. You can see what all ailments we treat at our website, healthstarclinic.com. We are located just off Taylor Road across 
across from Applebee's and in Prattville on Cobbs Ford Road where you can now find me. Come by and let's see if we can relieve your pain. You might be pleasantly surprised by the results. The best sports in the Montgomery area can be found on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket. Time now for Hour 3 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN, the ticket in the River Region, and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313. 1170. Enjoy today's final hour at the roundtable. Brought to you by Max Credit Union with locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money, made simple. All right, welcome back, everybody. Brent Jones joins us, the director of athletics at Troy University. I saw a social media post from Brent over the last 24 hours, and he talked about the craziness of this week over on the beautiful campus there in Troy, and he joins us now. Brent, good morning or good afternoon, man. How are you? Thank you for having me on your last hour of the broadcast for today. Absolutely, and it's great to have you a part of it. Um, You know, I always like to start here, but there's so much more uh, to get to. But Scott Cross with a couple of road wins in the state of Georgia, Georgia Southern and Georgia State go down. So Troy within an eyelash of the top in the Sunbelt Conference standings. And now Marshall comes calling tomorrow night. Knowing you as I do, I'll bet you got some pretty good opportunities for people that come by Trojan Arena. Absolutely. Look, uh, for for what our men's team was able to do last week, going on the road, playing in Statesboro, Georgia, and then obviously in Atlanta against Georgia State, uh, being able to, to – uh, defeat both of those uh, really quality opponents. Currently ranked second in the Sun Belt Conference, top 125 in the nation. Uh, what Scott Cross, his staff, student athletes continue to do is is really incredible. And so, we would have an unblemished record in the Sun Belt Conference if it wasn't for four points. That's the only thing that's separating us: a three point loss at South Alabama and a one point loss at Southern Miss. And so uh, our team is red hot. We're playing Marshall, who is third in the conference right now. It is a huge game uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, we have lower tickets, GA tickets are $5 reserved or $10. We also have tons of other different prizes and promotions uh, for fans once they come into the game as well. It's National Women's Sports Day. We're going to be honoring some of our great uh, female student athletes. And then also for our students, first 500 students get a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. Um, Uh, courtesy of one of our sponsors. And so we're going to have a halftime performance from a dance group out of Birmingham that's coming down. It's bringing about 100 people. So we're we're expecting a big crowd there. And then on Saturday, it's the MAC Challenge. First time we've ever done this. Sunbelt Conference and the MAC are playing each other. We're playing Kennesaw State at 3.33 p.m. And uh, it's military appreciation all Retired, active, and reserve military will receive free admission. We are going to have a special presentation during the game uh, honoring uh, all of our uh, military, uh, as well as we're going to have the colors presented prior to the game. And so a lot of different things going on. We also have a halftime performance there as well. Look, 
Two weeks ago, we set the second highest attendance in men's basketball history. Uh, and then we set the highest attendance for women's basketball history. Our trajectory of both programs uh, is is going straight through the roof. And so we're so appreciative of that. Trojan Nation continues to step up time and time again. If you haven't got your tickets, it's troytrojans.com backslash tickets. There is no better environment. There is no better ticket deal. There is no better atmosphere than Trojan Arena this Wednesday and Saturday, and we need everybody to continue to show up and show out for our for our team. You know, it's a beautiful day outside, and it's not even all that cold outside. Uh, it's really a perfect day of weather, uh, and that means I'm sure your spring sports are cranking up. Softball, huge, huge games this weekend uh, at home. I think they're all at home. Baseball begins a week from this weekend. But let's start with that softball program because your coach uh, at the softball program we're well aware of here uh, in Montgomery with the great job that he did uh, at AUM, Eric Newell, uh, and and Boy Day. I'm expecting that the expectations for the fast pitch softball team in Troy are pretty dead gum high. Absolutely. I met with Coach uh, Eric Newell today, national champion uh, coach from AUM. And uh, in his second year here, we met today. We're getting ready for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, We're hosting a tournament. We start off on Friday at 3, and then we'll play again at 6 p.m. All of it is free at our Troy Softball Complex. You need to come on out. It's going to be beautiful weather. Uh, It should be good. We're going to dodge a little bit of rain maybe on Saturday, but outside that, it should be uh, perfect. And so, you know, we're really getting things underway right now. And so we have Libby Baker, who's coming back. We also have Taylor McKinney. She was a uh, second-team all-conference. We were preseason top fourth. Uh, in the nation, or excuse me, fourth in the Sun Belt, only behind uh, Louisiana Lafayette, which is top 25, South Alabama and Texas State, right there for the top fourth. The reason why that's so important is this. The Sun Belt Conference, the last three years, have gotten four teams in NCAA regionals. And this is a big-time conference, not just for football, not just for men's and women's basketball and volleyball, but also for baseball and softball. And as you look to that, you want to be able to be that second, third, fourth, first team, whatever that may be, one through four, because then you're looking at an NCAA regional. And so we feel like we have an NCAA regional team here. We've got to replace Leanna Johnson, the greatest pitcher in the history of Troy uh, University. Uh, softball program history and so but uh, we got some really good we have Cato um, who who's had a few good innings or, or she, excuse me had uh, a lot of good innings last year then you have Libby Baker so we're looking for that and as everybody knows uh, the circle is so important in softball uh, being able to do that but I would encourage everybody to come on out Friday Saturday Sunday it's crossover season between men's and women's basketball we also have tennis taking place right now too and then next weekend, uh, we'll open up the newly renovated Riddle Pace Field with uh, Skylar Mead in his third year here. You know, I'm pretty jacked up that Leanna Johnson's still hanging around, though. Uh, over 100 yeah. wins, over 1,000 strikeouts in her career. I think she had some like 30 shutouts in her career at Troy. I, I don't think there's any doubt. If there's a better Troy pitcher in the history of Troy softball, I can't think of the name of who it may be. But she's now on staff. And that means a lot of that knowledge, a lot of that expertise is going to be passed along. Absolutely. The transfer, being able to transfer that knowledge 
uh, that grit, that hard work. She's from Brantley, Alabama, was able to pitch here for five years. Uh, simply incredible uh, young lady that we're so proud of. And so for her to be able to want to be a coach, uh, and so for, for Coach Newell, her him and her really bonded extremely well. And so for her to be the assistant uh, pitching coach, she's out there. She's grinding every single day with our pitchers. And so it's really good because she's been a leader really since the time she was a sophomore on campus here. Uh, she's been a leader. And so now she's just transitioning that to being in the dugout rather than the mound. But you're absolutely right. I feel like that gives us an additional shot, uh, you know, uh, from a coaching staff to really know what it takes to be successful on the mound, in the circle, uh, in the Sunbelt Conference. No doubt about it. All right, so uh, that also leads us. You talked about baseball and the new look. Riddle Pace will dig deeper into that next week when we're at their game week. But there are a lot of people that uh, are dying to know how the football program is transitioning from season to spring. New staff, new head coach. Uh, transfer portal again going to happen after spring practice. Uh, where do you feel this is with uh, Jared Parker, your new head football coach? I feel really good where he's at. I hadn't seen him a lot. He has been on the road, you know, during his interview process with our committee, he talked about that he is a big windshield guy. He loves to get out on the road. He loves to meet uh, recruits. He loves to meet high school coaches. Really, he's a grinder at heart from a small town in eastern Kentucky. And so for the last 41 days, that is what he has done. Uh, to the point where he was at our radio show last night with Trojan Talk with Barry McKnight, as well as with Shanda Rigby, as well as with Scott Cross. And he made mention of this, and, and, and he said it before. It's 41 days since he's seen his family. His family's back in uh, South Bend, Indiana. They're going to be moving down at the end of this month here. But he has absolutely grinded it out, as well as his staff. I think on Wednesday you're going to see a ton of recruits. They're going to sign with Troy. They're going to get people really, really excited about where we are. We just so Puckett.com. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Everybody, we apologize. We had a power glitch here. Uh, it was weird. It didn't all the way go off, but it kind of froze our board up. We had to wait for everything to kind of get back together. So we apologize to Brent Jones and our friends over in Troy as we were going over everything going on. Uh, don't forget that uh, we will um, kind of let you know what's happening uh, with Troy each and every week when Brent joins us. Barry McKnight joins us at the bottom of the hour, about 135. Right now, though, let's get JR in here. JR, what's going on, my friend? Thanks for being patient. Hey, Doug. How, How are you, you doing? Today? Doing well, buddy. Hope you are. Yes, sir. I'm doing fine. I want to get my pick in for the Super Bowl. All right. Did you already get in for the basketball game? No. All right. Yes, I could do it too, but I I ain't never picked a basketball game before. Well, you know, a lot of people win that have a You do whatever floats your boat, man. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Uh, Kansas City, 31, San Francisco, 17. 
And how many yards will Mahomes pass for? 298. 298. You are in, my friend. We have got you. No, thank you. And Bye. roll tight. Take care, man. Uh, <laughs> so that, that's who you're going with, whether it's uh, – didn't want to give a score, but you're hoping the Tide wins. I just think it's going to be a massively hard game for Alabama to win. That's just me. You know, we got five people that are picking Alabama to win, about 165 picking Auburn to win. And I agree with what Kevin Skarbinski said. I think it has every bit to do as much with the advantage that Auburn has at Neville Arena uh, as anything else. Uh, I think Auburn and Alabama probably are relatively close. I think if you if you believe in analytics, if you believe in what Ken Palm tells us, if you think those are things that you embrace and endorse, and I do now, much more now than I did last year, if you follow the analytics that Ken Palm provides, then you are of the belief, like I am of the belief, that by some level of a margin, Auburn's a better team. Yeah, I know Alabama, but but see, and, and a lot of people that push back on that say, well, Alabama's played a tougher schedule. I get it. But Ken Palm takes way more. They, they peel back the onion way further than just how you've done in the, you know, 21, 22 games you've played. It literally digs deep, digs deeper, and digs even deeper. But when you look at Ken Palm, of which I do, the two I look at every day, the two that I follow every day, are the net rankings and Ken Palm. In the net, Auburn is behind Alabama. Alabama is the fifth-ranked team in the net. Auburn is the eighth-ranked team in the net. Also look at BPI. We'll take a look there in a minute. In Ken Palm, though, I think the most revealing stats, and you see Nate Oates, and you see Bruce Pearl reference this a lot, how they're playing defensively, how they're playing offensively. Nate Oates even said... He's concentrating more as the head coach on what's going on on the defensive side right now and allowing the offense to be taken care of by some of his assistants. He made reference today that Alabama's in the 50s in defensive efficiency, and he hopes to be able to get them into the 30s. Alabama is the second-ranked offensive efficiency team in the country. I believe Alabama leads the country in scoring offense. Auburn, though, is 12th in in offensive efficiency, which is pretty stinking good. I mean, you, you know, if you just looked at where the league was ranked, I think Auburn would be they're ahead of Tennessee in in the in offensive efficiency. But then you look at Auburn where they are on defensive efficiency. Auburn is four. Alabama is fifty six. That's what I think differentiates the two teams. I think with the home court advantage tomorrow night, with the fact that Auburn through 21 games has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt or 22 games 
that Auburn has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that they're the better defensive team. When you combine the jungle with which team's going to get after it on the defensive end the most. I mean, I'm sorry, Alabama fans, but I don't see this going good for your team tomorrow night. I just don't. Um, you know, it It looks like, and, you know, you can look at Ken Palm in a way to try to, and from what I've been told, the Ken Palm differential between the games are kind of where the line normally starts in Vegas. I get it. And I'm, I'm reading a text from a huge basketball fan. He says, the difference in Auburn and Alabama and Ken Palm is so negligible that it's basically nothing. On a neutral court per Ken Palm, it looks like Auburn would be favored by about a half of a point. I don't know how that works or how they come about that. I literally am looking more at those two columns, offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. I know that things with strengths of schedule falls in Alabama's favor. Alabama has the fifth best strength of schedule in Ken Palm. Auburn has the 68th best strength of schedule in Ken Palm. So maybe that's what's balancing it out. But I think we saw that although Auburn's non-conference strength of schedule is really low, we've seen what they do in games against really good teams in this league. You know, I mean, they literally led in the second half against Alabama. It was a last-minute game. They have not played Tennessee uh, or Kentucky yet. You know, they lose a close one at Mississippi State. That's the only games they've lost in the league. They came from, you know, 13 or 12 down in Oxford and ran away with the game this past Saturday. So, for for me, for my purposes of looking at how I think this game's going to go first, you guys know where I stand when we talk about home court advantage in this league. Don't tell me Kentucky's anywhere in the top five with home court advantage. They lost to UNC Wilmington. They lost to Tennessee. And they lost to South Carolina. No, Florida. Excuse me. They've already lost three games at home. Alabama's lost one. They lost to Clemson at home. But don't give me Rupp Arena now as a real impactful home court advantage because I don't think it is. And I think the results prove it out. Auburn's Arena provides the best home court advantage in this league. I'll guarantee you that. You tell me what home court you think provides a better advantage than Neville Arena. I'm waiting. I'll put you on hold or you put me on hold and get back to me. There ain't one. I'm not even sure there's one that's even close. That's just one man's opinion. It's all opinion. I just I'll 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 debate it with you. But I just don't think one exists. I think the Auburn advantage at Neville Arena provides a bigger advantage for Auburn than any other home court provides for any other team in the league. That's just me. That's how I see it. That is my opinion. Let's go to Robert, see what he has for us this afternoon. Hello, Robert. How you doing? 
Hey, Doug. Thanks for taking my call. You bet, buddy. Um, uh, I'm gonna get my picks in. I just had a quick comment. Okay. Uh, um, I got um, Alabama. I'm a Auburn fan, but I got Alabama winning ninety eighty nine. That hundred nine points they put up. I don't think Auburn can match Alabama's offense. You got um, ninety to eighty nine. Holy cow! All right. Alabama. How I mean, many? How many points? How many points for Broom? I got twenty points for Broom, but okay. I mean Alabama put up that hundred nine other night. That's scary. Yeah, it's in Coleman. Uh, they obviously, they definitely shoot it better in Coleman than they do anywhere else. Who did they beat that night? LSU. LSU's pretty good. I mean, hundred nine is. Impressed, but um, and then the Super Bowl, I got uh, 49ers 30, uh, Chiefs 28. No, Alabama, and, uh, the other night, Alabama, yeah, Alabama didn't the 109 they got a couple of weeks ago, uh, against uh, LSU. They, they beat Mississippi State, uh, this past week, and that was not a hundred point game. But they keep winning, they keep rolling. I yeah, mean, they do that. They, who beat them this last time? Uh, the last time Alabama's lost one SEC game, and it was uh, at Tennessee. Alabama scored 99 against Mississippi State, 109 against LSU, 85 at Georgia. I'm an Auburn fan, but I I just got to go by what I see. Hey, I'm man, I'm 90. with you. I'm with you. I got you. Now, what, what about the Super Bowl? 30, 28, 49ers. And I need how many yards that Mahomes will pass for? 220. 220. Hey, man, I hope you enjoy the game tomorrow night. Should be fun around here. It'll be fun. It'll be exciting. I think it's going to be a brawl. I think it'll be. <laughs> I think it potentially could be pretty exciting. I agree. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks buddy. We appreciate it, Robert. 334-517-1210. Robert's an Auburn fan that believes Alabama's going to win. There are many of you out there. That concur with that pick. Somebody texted me and wanted to know what Kentucky was in Ken Palm defensively. If you're a Kentucky fan, you don't want to listen to this. You, you, you literally do not want to hear where Kentucky is defensively uh, in Ken Palm. First off, you have to go a real, real deep to find Kentucky in Ken Palm. Uh, I will find them, and then I will reveal to you where Kentucky is defensively. It ain't it ain't pretty uh, at all where Kentucky is defensively uh, in defensive efficiency. I will have that answer for you shortly. Three three four three one three eleven seventy is the Pig Enterprises text box. It will allow you to get your picks in that way if you so choose. If you'd like to call us like uh, our man Robert has done, then you can do it that way as well. We would love to have you be a part of the program today. We'll take a break. Barry McKnight joins us right after this. You're listening to the Tuesday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey there, I'm Lauren Sisler with ESPN, and you know one thing I love to do on my lunch break is listen to my good friends on the Max Roundtable. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. 
earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. It was 1917. Charlie Chaplin appeared as the little tramp. Walt Disney graduated from high school, and Woodrow Wilson was re-elected president. And in Montgomery, Chris has sold their very first hot dog. Move forward to the 1950s. Hank Williams was hanging out at Chris's. Up through the 70s and 80s, many stars and politicians discovered Montgomery's little secret. Jump ahead to the new millennium. Riverwalk Stadium, the alleyway, and the new downtown. It's now 100 years later, and Chris's is still serving their world-famous hot dogs at 138 Dexter Avenue. How long has it been since you've tasted the city's most famous hot dog? Make Chris's part of your family history. Still family-owned and operated, Chris's makes every hot dog and hamburger to order. Take Chris's to your next party or event. Call-in orders are welcome online at chrishotdogs.com and on Facebook. Chris's Famous Hot Dogs. Taste the tradition. Introducing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. It's six times filtered. Has no sugar. No artificial aftertaste. And has a nice, spicy kick. And is the only National Heart Seltzer that is USDA certified organic. Don't fall for anything else. New Spicy Pineapple Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. As real as it tastes. You're wanting to transform your kitchen or bathroom cabinets and your wife sees in a magazine or online just what she has been dreaming of. Vision to Reality can match it perfectly, giving you exactly what you want. Vision to Reality has been transforming kitchens and bathrooms with our timeless designs since 2006. We can offer your kitchen and bathroom cabinets an endless variety of finishes for a fraction of the cost of replacing your old ones. From basic stains and clear coats to high-end paint and glazes, Vision to Reality has you covered. Let's not forget our large selection of wall finishes that cannot be matched by your ordinary painter. If you have a vision for your kitchen or bathroom, call me, Jonathan Flayhive, and let me show you how your vision can be turned into reality. Call today and receive $250 off your project at 651-5494. To see what we can do, look online at vision2reality.us. Again, that is vision2reality.us. And on Facebook at vision2reality. Transforming kitchens and bathrooms for almost a decade. February is made for love, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet would love to thank you for helping make January a great month, and they intend to make February even bigger. Now, you may be asking yourself, how do they intend to do that? Easy. It's by offering the lowest car and truck prices in central Alabama. New 2024 models, cars, trucks, and SUVs are arriving daily. They even have some new 2023 models that they are giving year-end, year-begins deals. Larry Puckett needs used cars and trucks, so whether you have a trade-in or just an extra car you want to sell, bring it to Larry Puckett Chevrolet and get a great offer. You'll love the prices, you'll love the selection, you'll love the service, you'll love the financing, and you'll love your buying experience so much you'll want to tell your neighbors. That's why for umpteen years, Larry Puckett's customers have been doing the talking. Larry Puckett Chevrolet, Cobbs Ford Road in Prattville. Before you stop by, you can shop them online at LarryPuckett.com. 
This is Russ Chandler. My family and I have been taking our vehicles to Japanese Auto for over 35 years. There's three generations of Chandlers that use Japanese Auto. We also take my wife's Suburban by there, and he works on that as well. In the past, we had taken our vehicles to the dealership, paid considerably more than what we pay Ronnie and his guys to do. Ronnie is straightforward. He's honest. If he tells you that this is wrong with your car and it's going to take this much to fix it, then he's going to take care of it. When you see the customer service and the level of professionalism, you will absolutely recommend Japanese Japanese Auto to a friend. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email MRT at ESPNTheTicket.com. I heat up, I can't cool down. Welcome back, everybody, as we head for home on this Tuesday edition of the Max Roundtable. You know, there, there are a lot of people in this business that I've had the opportunity to connect with and interact with and become friends with, and none of those bars have been reached any higher than Barry McKnight. I think he is one of the best that does this. Uh, the voice of the Troy Trojans, a longtime friend, and he joins us on the program today. Barry, good afternoon to you, man. How are you? Good, good, good. I promise you the feeling's mutual, Doug. It's great to get a chance to talk with you. No doubt, man. I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, I'm going to jump to a place that you probably wouldn't think I would jump to first, but I keep hearing about the baseball stadium at Troy and what it's yeah. going to be offering and how it's going to be. And I'm just curious your thoughts. I'm sure you've been in there. I'm wondering if your accommodations will be uh, improved as well, or is it just a fan experience that's kind of indescribable right now? Well, the fan experience is hard to describe. There's no question about it. Uh, my area, my broadcast booth, and we have our own broadcast booth now, ah. is going to be roomy and luxuriously appointed, rich Corinthian leather, you know, the whole deal. Uh, but, um, Jerry, but yeah, Mil Jerry Miller's great. photos all over the place, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that, 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 that would be the case anyway. But, yeah, as far as the fans go, a couple of things that you would notice about it, and they're still tweaking a couple of things here and there. It's not like 100, 100% complete yet, but uh, the thing you'll notice probably, first of all, when you get in is going to be the, the video board on the right field wall, which is the biggest in the Sun Belt and one of the biggest in the southeastern United States, and it is huge. Um, and it's going to have a lot of different things on that. The RBI Club, which is the new terrace area, um, the the new um, premium seating up there uh, to the right of home plate over the first base dugout. Uh, it'll knock your eyes out. The coaches' offices, the player lounge, and things like that. All of the seats are chair back, um, and it's got. It's got everything you need, not only for the fan experience, Doug, and not only for me, but also for player development, which is the which is the name of the game. Really, a lot of things to be proud of there, and it gets underway a week from Friday, so it is upon us. So I'm curious, you know, when I come to Troy for baseball, I'm out there where your wife normally hangs out and where the anybody that is smart hangs out down in Doubles Alley. When's Brent going to start upgrading that area for the folks that are watching through the fence? 
they 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 don't want it upgraded. <laughs> they like it just the way it is. Uh, you know, there are um, you know you've got Jimmy Barron's big grill out there that occupies <laughs> you know the primary position right over the left center field wall. And you know you know Gunner and Becky and all of oh, them. Yeah. You know they're going to have uh, they're going to have. How should I say this? They're they're not going to be parched. Out no, there. they're not. Uh, no, no, no their whistles not, will remain wet. Yeah, the, the hydration is not a problem in Doubles Alley, Doug. So um, <laughs> you know it, it is, and, and Skyler Mead understands the the value of that. It's truly one of the most unique um, experiences in the Sun Belt Conference, Doubles Alley, out there. And um, well, I can speak for my wife because she's been busy getting everything ready. They cannot wait. It really ought to be a special year for baseball, to be honest. Talk about that a little bit. A 40-win season a year ago. Uh, had some weird things happen in the postgame that may have kept Troy from advancing uh, in the postseason. What are the expectations for Troy baseball? Well, the the, the polls that I've seen, uh, I've looked at D1Baseball.com, and they've got Troy as a, as a two-seed in, in a regional and a likely super regional participant, uh, the wow. uh, college baseball uh, mid-major poll has Troy as the number three or number four uh, rated mid-major in the country behind some really good programs there. So, yeah, it's a different roster, but you've still got Shane Lewis, who was the Sunbelt Player of the Year. Uh, it, it is heavily accented in terms of talent acquisition, Doug, on new pitchers. There's quite a few uh, new guys there from some from some power programs, a big reliever from Clemson, a big starter from the University of Florida, and a couple of guys that really um, that really will tip the scales in Troy's favor. And, you know, some of the hitters that everybody had become used to, Shane Lewis, Cole Myers, uh, Ethan Cavanaugh, those guys are back. So there's no excuses, none at all. I, he's in the third year of his program. He has been – you know, acquiring talent left and right and developing the talent he's got. And this this ought to easily be the best team that Skylar Mead has had at Troy. I want you to talk about this because I'm speaking out of a spot of ignorance here. Um, what all goes in? I know Southern Miss has hosted a regional before, uh, been, you know, a top 10, top 15 program. What would it take, especially with the new digs there at Troy, what would it take like, uh, is, is that even within the, the realm of possibility for Skylar Mead and his team to try to get one of those 16 host See, you're, spots? You're, you're not speaking in a, uh, from a, um, from a realm of, of ignorance, you rarely do. But but that's perceptive that you ask it that way because those two those two points that we've been talking about are interrelated. You got to have the facility first of all, and that was one of the big reasons why Skyler Mead wanted to have that upgraded facility, the upgraded um, the upgraded stands, the upgraded. Um, you know, media room, the upgraded field, and all of that kind of stuff was specifically, uh, obviously, for the good of the program, but also to become regional worthy. Uh, they want to do that. There's other things that are kind of out of your control, like, you know, hotel rooms, and Troy has gotten a lot better 
about that. Sure. Um, ease of travel in and out through Montgomery and the Montgomery Airport and things of that nature. But yeah, the, the one of the big selling points that Schuyler presented in his plan to upgrade Riddle Pace Field had to do with making sure that it checked all the boxes that the NCAA uh, Regional Selection Committee is looking at in terms of awarding uh, a regional host bed. Yeah, that, that's all interrelated there. Okay, so let, let's now backtrack to basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, I spent, I think, six years working for you, uh, broadcasting Troy men's basketball for home games, and then got all the good trips in November when you couldn't because of football. Uh, I still think you're, you're holding that against me, but um, uh, trips to Hawaii don't come along every day. Um, but this seems to be Scott Cross's if not his best team, potentially his best team. I love how this team fights. Brent Jones was on a little earlier. He talked about the the tough losses against South Alabama and Southern Miss. One certainly slipped through the fingers. How special is this team potentially for Scott Cross? Look, I I can't, you know, I can't speak – definitively on whether this is his best team or his most talented team. I can, I can allow two things. Number one, I think this is his best coaching job. You know, this team has, and number two, I do think it's his best offensive team his best scoring team that he has had. And as you know, I'm not telling you anything new. You know, he has been so defensive-oriented in his career. But this team uh, has got some scorers on it. The, you know, it's not a perfect team. You know, they are uh, a little bit thin in the post position. Uh, a couple of guys that um, could help are being red-shirted. But in terms of a couple of things, I think this has been his best coaching job. Number one is what you're talking about is the mental toughness. This group just just looks straight ahead. You know, they're not looking left. They're not looking right. They're they're not distracted at all from the prize ahead of them, and, and just so mentally tough. Every loose basketball is being contested. Every rebound is being contested, and I mean every one of them. The other thing is is that this is probably as connected a basketball team as you will see. Everybody's pulling in the same direction. Uh, defensively, they're connected. They communicate really, really well. They they identify, you know, at the the scouting report, and you've sat in on a bunch of those uh, yeah. in the film sessions and stuff like that. They not only identify that, but they also are able to um, translate that on the court probably better than any Troy team that I have ever seen, much less one of Scott Cross's teams. You know, when Scott Cross arrived, he brought the the three letters, and I think his were TKG, Troy kind of guys, or mm-hmm. maybe uh, I think the football one was OKG. I get them confused, but basically right. guys that had the mentality, the toughness, the go-get-itness, the, the guys that, that would just literally throw their body into the mix if they needed to. And I think this team fits that description better than any team he's had. You've you've seen uh, Christian Eugene. You've seen Spud Eugene play, and and he personifies all that. He's a guard about 6'3". He is in the top six in seven different individual categories in the Sun Belt Conference, things as as distinct as three-point percentage, but also assists, you know, scoring – but also um, 
assist to turnover ratio, things of that nature. And, and he's the toughest kid on the team. It's awfully good as a coach when your toughest kid is also your best player. And it, it's, um, and he does set a standard for this team. Amir Muhammad, the same way, the senior guard who was preseason third team, all Sunbelt Conference. Look, it, it, one of the key things about him and his staff in recruiting is, first of all, they got to identify obviously good players, but they've got to identify players who can play for him. Because, I mean, he, he, he has high expectations. Yeah, he does. He doesn't just roll you out there, Doug, and and, th- and pump the basketball up and say, go at it. You have got to be what you're describing. You have got to be mentally tough. You have got to be competitive. You have got to be unselfish. And not everybody is like that, even some really talented players. So, you know, I think this team best personifies that, what you're discussing, more than any other team. It is, again, it's not the biggest. It's not the most athletic in the league, but it is, I think, Definitely the most mentally tough team in the league, and here they are with a four-game homestand coming up, just a game out of first place and second place by themselves in the league. And it's it's not because you know of the talent necessarily. It's because of just how well they play together and how hard they play collectively. You know, Troy Basketball Social Media uh, does the We Win, We Sing, and they recorded in the <laughs> locker room and all that. Uh, all For the last two years, since I hadn't been a part of the broadcast crew anymore, uh, I started the We Win, We Text deal. And so I text Jennifer <laughs> Cross and Scott Cross after every win in a group text. This year, I think I've pushed them over their text allotment because we have some great uh, and you know those two in the middle got us uh, on the road at, at Mobile and in Hattiesburg right. but wow man I know how excited Jennifer is and how jacked up Scott is about how they've embraced uh, the persona that he wants for well, his teams. To, to give you a little quick story about that as you know on Saturday Troy wins at Georgia State right it was Coach Cross's 300th victory, yes which uh, you know 300 of anything is a lot. Yeah. Um, the winning 300 games, Doug, he, he did not want to talk about that. He said, I'm more concerned about the 15 wins we've gotten this year. And I asked him, I said, do you remember your first win? And he did not. Wow. He says, he says, he says I'm more concerned about my next one. <laughs> so, you know, the, the collection of wins he's gotten this year, his teams have gotten, and he's gotten 15 of them. Um, every one of them is appreciated. But you know how the great coaches operate. 24 hours later, he couldn't tell you anything at all about the individual accomplishments in the game. The the win against Georgia State last Thursday on the road, uh, Georgia Southern, um, Christian Eugene had 28 points. We were talking yesterday during the coaches' show. He said, you know, I forgot he had 28 in that (laughs) game because you're so focused. As you've got to be, Doug, on the next challenge. What's next? Okay, that one's over with. What do we got to do to get ready for the next one? That, that's what really drives it. Barry, talk. I want to just ask you one question about the full scope of basketball in our state. Uh, when you consider what Troy's doing, when you consider what Samford's doing, when you consider yeah. that UAB, uh, again, is going to be fighting for a postseason NCAA tournament bid, and then you look at Auburn and Alabama and what's going to happen tomorrow night uh, at Neville Arena, just give me your overview of where basketball is and did you you've been in this business for as long as i have did you ever see it becoming as strong in the state of alabama as it currently is 
I saw I saw the potential. I was hopeful for the potential. I've not seen it like this before, collectively across the state, yeah. um, and even in the SEC. But I knew it could be that way. Uh, instead of, quite frankly, instead of it, some administrators at some of these schools looking at basketball as an amusing little sidelight until spring football practice, right? Or you know something to um, you know something to bring high school football recruits to on the recruiting visits, <laughs> you know, they have seen it as as a moneymaker, as, you know, something that can advance the brand, something that can, you know, push forward the doorstep of the university itself. And, they, you know, it's not been done with a magic wand. They, they've spent money. Auburn's, Auburn's arena is a masterpiece uh, for what they are. Same thing with Troy's. Samford, you know, they took a chance with a, with a high school coach and – and they have they have done wonders with him because they've supported him. They've yeah. given him what he's needed. So, you know, it, it's not a magic wand kind of a deal. It's not an easy thing to do. But, you know, they have found the value in it in pushing forward the university and the athletic department. But they have also found that you've got to spend in order to be able to accomplish it. Do you endorse my opinion, final thing, of over the last handful of years, I think – you or I could win any debate endorsing the fact that Auburn and Alabama's basketball programs have been the best in the conference over that time period. You can uh, we our debate, and I agree with you. Our debate would be based on facts, yeah. Doug. I mean, just not necessarily, quite frankly, just wins and losses. Although that would support our our argument. But also in championships won. Yes. I mean, multiple championships in the in the SEC tournament, multiple regular season championships, multiple um, you know NCAA bids. You know, both schools have gone deep in the NCAA tournament. Um, if you if you if you do a deep dive and you compare every other program um, in the SEC during that time frame, the last five years. Uh, you and I could win that debate easily. You'd be in charge of the pie charts, you know, and, and of coloring in all of the bar graphs and stuff. We'll and use I your voice. The, uh, yes. Yeah. I'd be the idea guy, and you would be Carol Merrill over there. I'd, I'd be Monty Hall, and, you know, we, we could we could make our presentation, and, and I think we could win any debate out there. You just compared me to uh, Carol Merrill. Uh, I, I like just it. rest assured, there's maybe five of your listeners who understand that <laughs> reference. Anyway. You and I get it, though. Hey, man, <laughs> he's, the, he's the voice of Troy Athletics. You can catch him for home Troy basketball games on ESPN+. Plus. On the road, he's on the radio. Kamari Darrington does a great job with radio for home games. Can't check them out, folks. Troy's got something special going on, no doubt about it. Barry, it's so much of a pleasure, buddy. I appreciate your time, and uh, we'll talk soon, my friend. That sounds good. I look forward to it. Take care. Bear McKnight, the voice of the Troy Trojans. What a job he does. I mean, I I just don't think there are many people that do it any better than Barry McKnight. We're back to close things out right after this. Hey there, I'm ESPN's Lauren Sisler, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. 
Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. Are you in need of a relaxing getaway? From manicuring your lawn to planting fields, nothing beats time on a John Deere from SunSouth, making outdoor projects more efficient and enjoyable. And when you test drive any 1 through 3 series tractor at SunSouth, we'll give you a free John Deere hat and mug. And did I mention 0% financing on select models? So relax, improve your property, and save at SunSouth. Equipment for those that do. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Expires February 29, 2024. I'm Gordon Stone, Mayor of the Town of Pike Road, and it is a great blessing to share with you a story about how our town's people are willing to invest. Over the past few years, Pike Road has been one of Alabama's fastest-growing communities because we invest in education, services, and character. We invest in the look and feel of our neighborhoods, town centers, parks, and trails. We also invest in our schools. It is an honor to serve in a place where we have added three campuses to our school system in four years. Further, we have achieved this with excellent stewardship. Our bonds have sold at a AA-plus rating, and we have maintained an overall reserve of more than 10%. We have excellent and efficient services because of our tremendous partners, like the three fire departments manned by great volunteers, the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, a water provider, two sewer partners, two gas companies, multiple digital providers, two electrical partners, a road maintenance partner, and recently a new sanitation company. These partners give Pike Road citizens the chance to benefit from efficiency and the best of technology. We are so thankful for our partners and our citizen support. Come see us in Pike Road and welcome home great things do come in small packages that's what you get at five points deli and grill a burger in a box would be just the thing for lunch or dinner if you aren't able to dine in don't feel like a burger then one of five points mini sandwich selections or salads is just what the taste buds ordered choose between over 10 different types of burgers over 15 sandwiches and several types of salad five points deli and grill at old cloverdale Happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is near, and it's time for you to come up with a great gift. Jenny Lynn's Creations has just what you need to impress your Valentine or special friend. The simple elegance of a dozen roses. Or you can order a basket of fresh-cut flowers or a beautiful green plant decorated just right for Valentine's Day. Jenny Lynn Creations is a full-service florist that delivers throughout the Tri-County area. And wire services are also available. Call 285-1000 to order your special Valentine's Day gift today. Don't wait until the last minute. Call Jenny Lynn's 285-1000. Jenny Lynn's Creations, offering you that special floral arrangement for your special Valentine. Tell your Valentine you love her with a special gift from Jenny Lynn. Call Jenny Lynn's today, 285-1000. That's 285-1000. Happy Valentine's Day. Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Over two decades ago, when my dad had the wild idea to get into the car business, I never would have imagined being part of a multi-generational family business specializing in pre-owned vehicles. That's probably because I've heard every used car salesman joke you have, and who would want that? Neither did he. That's exactly why he started Pig Enterprises and why our family continues to do what we do today. We understand how awful car buying can be. We understand it can be stressful and overwhelming. We understand it's a big investment. 
This is exactly why we do the things we do completely different than the other guys. You'll be treated like family. Your money and time will be valued. You'll receive a top quality vehicle backed by our name and our free three-month, 3,000-mile pig certified warranty. There is a reason why we have repeatedly been named Dealer Raider Dealer of the Year for the state of Alabama. Come see for yourself. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Central Alabama's best sports can be heard on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, The Ticket. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN, The Ticket, in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. Says I know. So we head for home on this Tuesday. Thanks to Barry McKnight. Thanks to Brent Jones. Although our discussion was cut short. Also to Kevin Skarbinski and to Ben Taylor. Had a wonderful time with both of them. You know, sometimes Nate Oates just says things that you kind of wish he hadn't said. If you follow Alabama uh, and talking about the Neville Arena, he... um, said, and I've had three people send it to me. Um, I'll read you. Let me see if I can find the exact quote. Um, (laughs) Nate Oates said, the rowdiness and noise of Neville Arena reminds him of a high school environment where you pack 2,000 people into a smaller gym. Now, I don't know Nate Oates well enough to know whether that's just kind of poking the bear, sticking a knife in, or if he doesn't have the awareness of how that's going to be received by those hearing it that aren't followers of Alabama. I don't know. Can't speak to it. But I do know that that probably added, I don't know, a layer of discomfort for his basketball team tomorrow night comparing what he's going to face at Neville Arena to a high school gym with 2,000 people in it. Because there's going to be 9,000 people back to the rafters and ain't nothing going to appear like a high school game. <laughs> We're back with you on Locked On Wednesday tomorrow, everybody. Enjoy a couple of SEC games tonight, and let's tee it up and do it again in about 21 hours from now.